Welcome back to another episode of Front Row Negative, the podcast, not the YouTube channel, the podcast. I am your host, Aaron, along with my brother from another mother co-host, Chris. Chris Foreman, a.k.a. This Fad Bidge, right here. This Fad Bidge. Uh, that's, <laughs> you, sir, you are a fad. You are a trending fad right now. So that, hey, that I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fad lord. What can I say? A fad lord? Fad right. daddy? Fat Daddy Foreman. Fat Daddy. <laughs> That's okay. the name for next episode. <laughs> it, yeah, we'll see who we get on next up. Wait, yeah, we got to Okay. Anyways, let's jump in with our guest <laughs> because we, we have a special guest with us. He is known throughout Houston as, uh, depending on which show you went to, either an evil butcher or a good-natured butcher, depending <laughs> on which one you went to. He has a prolific knowledge of pro wrestling. He's a huge comic book nerd. He might have attended more punk shows than I have been alive in my entire life. And he's even sang on stage with a few of those bands as well, too. So very impressive. I I feel kind of jaded and jealous at the same time. Uh, Let's bring in Eric Slamilton Hamilton. Wow, you really uh, rolled out the red carpet on that one. Yes. Like I'm blushing. (laughs) Like I can't see because you're showering me in praise. Wait till you notice the red drapes. Well, <laughs> there there are no drapes on him. You can't see the drapes. That's true. All I see is a, a a fan behind his head. It's almost like you're like the saint of a, a podcast over there. Who saint Slamilton? I'm not. Saint of podcast. Saint. It's Saint Slamilton. So Saint <laughs> yes. Slamilton. Welcome, man. I'll uh, I'll get a candle made. You know, dude, saint you can do that for like fifteen dollars. I'm sure. Yeah, totally. You'll have like this a, pizza is a buyer's box. market. He'll have a pizza box in one hand and a PBR in the other hand and just, oh. Yeah. I'm here oh, to yeah. enlighten your Friday nights. Pretty much. I'm excited, man. Yeah. Pretty much. Thanks for having me on. This is great. No problem. So, Chris, for how you doing, man? It's Friday, end of the work week. It's always stressful. How are you doing, man? I'm good, man. Uh, although I think you often forget I work retail. Yes. I have a day job. So my job, my work week is not over. I work as an I still work at it as an un yet unnamed Greater Houston area comic shop that I can't really promote on here yet because I haven't got clearance. But uh, I can tell you that uh, we have no goddamn Pokemon. Quit asking. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't tell my kids that. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm not worried about telling your kids, man, because it's not your kids asking. It's oh. overweight, sweaty, fifty-year-old men. Hey, you got any Pokemon cards? Yeah, hey man, I was just calling so you guys any Pokemon. My kid's like, my kid's really into Vivid Voltage. Is he? Is he? How old is he? Really? He's three yeah, weeks tell old. Tell me about this. Oh, okay. Kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And tell me about his feedback on his eBay store, you, you, you goon. Tell your kid to name three Pokemon right now that weren't in Generation 1. And go. All right. Uh, eBay Core. Uh, eBay Core. Feedbackicus. <laughs> And five star, five staricus. There you go. Amazon Mander. That's right, Amazon Mander. That actually sounds almost legit. <laughs> it, <laughs> it might. I'm not be. gonna lie. 
Like, it would be a secret rare. Like, huh? You guys buy Amazonicuses because like I have one. Yeah, well, oh my god, probably so. No, well, we were lucky because I think last weekend I took the kids to Target, and we saw the remnants of a mighty battle that inserted in the card department, and we found three packs of Pokemon cards. Wow! Oh my god! Uh, and one the pile uh, of dead bodies. Pretty much. <laughs> There's just like one <laughs> fist holding up the three cards. Like right. he was the guy. The he just died from his wounds. He tried to get out of the mound of bodies and couldn't make it out. There's a bunch of like dead bodies backwards. Yeti hats. A whole bunch of salt life stickers on the back of their shirts. Some <laughs> new balances like that were green from lawn mowing. All around. There's a goddamn. There's a goddamn Target Con post-it note because it's very exclusive, by the way. So you got to have yeah. a post-it note on there that says Target Con 2021, and it's going right. to say. Clear my browser history. <laughs> oh, and here's a Pikachu car too. That's payment for doing that. Please no, don't without. use my bots. <laughs> <laughs> or use my bots for good. Please use my bots for good. Bury well me, bear me with my point. inventory. <laughs> uh, well, so no Pokemon cards at your store. Eric, how are you doing? I'm good. Uh, luckily, um, I don't have to deal with Pokemon cards or people calling about them, so that's that's a plus. And uh, yeah, my work week is over, so I'm looking at a three day weekend. Sick. I, yeah. I am as well. Uh, to my boss's dismay, he didn't want to give us the Monday off, but uh, we got it off because you know, well, you know, in his world, the sweatshops never close. But right, uh, we have Monday off. And uh, I'm going to enjoy it as much as yeah. I can with with kids. So uh, our first segment that we have <laughs> is pretty much called, like, what are you watching, playing, reading, or listening to? And uh, since you're the guest, Eric, go first. What, what have you watched or read or listened to or gamed? Uh, let's see. So I'm definitely watching Loki. Uh, yes. Because, I mean... Oh, yeah. The MCU hasn't done anything horrible with their shows. I think they're all spot on. Mm -hmm. um, Loki's fantastic. It's it's such a great like way of storytelling. Yeah, and I'm I'm totally enamored with it. Um, outside of that, I'm rewatching Rick and Morty. I don't know why. <laughs> you know, like I feel like I'm too old for it, but they say fuck a lot. So can they I do. say that? They do. Yeah, you can say it on here. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like because I'm watching it on HBO Fuck Pro Max, Negative Podcast. <laughs> and it's completely uncensored. And it's great. I'm like, oh, this like like I think I watched it on TV and they bleep out a lot of stuff. Oh, they do. But like watching it on you know, like a streaming service, it's like it reminds me more of like the Harley Quinn show, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just all adult humor all around. They're like, yeah, it's on a kids network, but mm, I don't think so. No, it's so, like when you back in the day, you went and bought your CDs. You bought your CDs from Walmart, or you bought them from Sam Goody. Did you want the good CD, or did you want the shitty one? Correct. Well, thanks to Burgor. If you're on a budget, you went to Walmart. If you wanted, if you wanted to live that life, you went to Best Buy. So, well, you know, mm. either way, yeah. either way. Uh, yeah, I, Eric, I have an admission: I have not watched a single complete episode of Rick and Morty. Really? Really? I have not. Yeah, I'm you're surprised by that. Huh? It's, you have the on DVD. I don't have Rick and Morty on DVD. We have it oh. on DVD. We. That's right. When you get married, you no longer have shit. It's <laughs> right. our shit. Yes. 
Uh, as a matter of fact, you know what? We do have season one on DVD, don't we? We have HBO Max. Yeah, I don't have time for either one, so. Hey, Chris, do you know about your favorite hoodie? It's now both of y'all's favorite hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it it's is. the Raw yeah. 25th anniversary. That's okay, though. Yeah. You know, yeah, where the hell is that hoodie, by the way? The- <laughs> Bullshit. Episode- I have not seen that thing in six months. <laughs> I will pull it out. On this you- episode well, of Front Row Negative, the divorce. <laughs> Speaking of pulling out, no, I'm kidding. No, the thing is, um, oh. that's that's an update for another day. Oh, yeah, as um, long as your game's strong, I mean, do what you do, play. Hey, man. hey. I, lo- I lost that hey. game twice. <laughs> you're 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 at an o o two deficit. Oh no! I, hey hey, the drawbridge has been closed. I, it it got cut. So yeah, Jesus, <laughs> this is a battle of Helm's Deep or whatever. Like you're like we've cut him off at the pass. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. One of your balls is Gimli, the other ball is Legolas. It's just like yeah. one, two, three. I got that. I got I that McAfee down. That. I got the McAfee virus protection down there now. You know, nothing's getting out anymore. And she's she's legit <laughs> digging for the hoodie. I, she's I, digging for the hoodie. I'm feeling some kind of way about this. Like I want my hoodie. Okay, here's the, here's the thing. At one time, I only had two hoodies in my life, and winter came and those hoodies disappeared. They ended up uh-huh. one ended up in Jen's car, the other one ended up somewhere in the house. So I went out and bought another hoodie. That one disappeared. So now I've got like now I've got ten hoodies all throughout the house, and she's asking why I've got so many hoodies. It's because right. she keeps taking my jackets and hoodies. They have to have yeah. backup. You have so, to have one that you specifically leave in a car. Yeah. For like emergencies. Emergency hoodies are a real thing. Well, well, when we sold the Focus, uh, I cleaned it out. I found two of my hoodies in the backseat of her Focus that I didn't put there. And, and they, they were back there. <laughs> Whose hoodie is this? Who you been seeing, woman? You bought that in 2008, Aaron. It is your hoodie. <laughs> no, I'm looking. I'm like, when, where the hell did this come from? Did I buy this? Was this one of mine? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. <laughs> No, yeah. uh, you know, on the on the plus side though, uh, you know, being that we're nerds and collectors and what have you, uh, my wife and I, uh, she has a Masters of the Universe collection that I'm very proud to very very proud of. So there's that. Well, it's now yours, both too. of you have a Masters of the Universe collection. It works Wee. that way too. It, it that's does. right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I told hey. her one day I'm gonna start wearing her bras just because. Yeah, because <laughs> well, they're your bras too. That's yeah. right. I'm a chubby guy. I got, I got, you know, I got a little bit of action going on. Come on. I'm a card holding member. Yeah. All three of us are wrestling fans. So we're all card member, card holding members of the black t-shirt mafia. So I hide these bad boys for the most part. I'm wearing a blue shirt today. So you can kind of see some definition, but Hey, they, they make t-shirts that aren't black. Well, yeah. Well, no, this used to, this used to be a, a comforter and I cut it up because I just want to switch things up. So wait, really? No, no, not at all. <laughs> People <laughs> do that shit, though. They, they, they do, no. do that. They have done. It's kind of like punk rock, where you cut the shirt and you put it on the back of your uh, your Canadian uh, tuxedo vest. Yeah, exactly. Or or, or Kyle O'Reilly. It. Look how cool and weird I am. <laughs> With my almost a mullet. Oh, dude. Hipster Cassidy. <laughs> oh, okay. God. Well, we'll get to wrestling here. I'm, and we, I mean, the elephant in the podcast. We're going to have to talk about wrestling, but yeah, the thing is. We're still Dude, in the first I, segment. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. That's right, Simpleton. So what are you also reading? Watch, what uh, else are you watching, reading, or 
Uh, that, that's really as far as uh, I'm watching. I did uh, watch season two of Black Summer. On okay. Netflix. How was that? How was that? It's not bad. Um, there was parts of season two that dragged a little bit. Did you see the first season? Mm-hmm. And no, I haven't, I haven't so, watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, so to me, it's legit like one of the most realistic zombie shows. Because okay. in, I think it's like the first episode, a guy's driving and this lady flags him down. She's like, please give me a ride. Please give me a ride. I'll suck your dick. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> so that's very realistic. That is the kind of thing that would happen. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. This is, uh, I can get on board with this. Yeah, so man. comparing uh, that show to The Walking Dead or to Z Nation, which one is the best out of those three? So I think this is supposed to be like a prequel to Z Nation. Really? Yes, oh. I think so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because that's got my the zombies then. are like super fast and aggressive. Okay. Oh, yeah. Trackstar zombies, Jesus. Right. Which, like, one, of, one of the things I always have like a problem with, like especially like in a long-running zombie show, is realism. Like, okay, I get it. They're zombies, whatever. But yeah. it's dead flesh that's been in the environment for years. Mm-hmm. Like, preach. Yes. Cartilage and shit goes away. Like, it doesn't last yeah. forever. Yeah. You know? Seriously. So, like, how are how are there still hordes of zombies walking around? Like, it, it it's little things like that that kind of bug me. Like, I know okay. you're supposed to suspend, you know, disbelief and whatnot, but no, no, I just. I like a little realism with it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. that that makes perfect sense. That definitely yeah, it does. Perfect. Yeah. And it's like, did you read Road War Z instead of just watch it? Did you read the book? Uh, my wife read the book. I didn't re- read the book, but you she would read, really man. liked it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because okay. if you if you if you appreciate, well, okay. I read the book. There's gonna be varying opinions book. on this, but like, yeah. I, to your point, my, I was gonna say to your point, the fact that they go into that with zombies being decaying sacks of flesh they're not going to be yeah. out there just like waiting for right. you to come out and be like huh oh, i'm still here bitch like no they're they, they fall apart yeah so right i appreciate that like because i'm mm-hmm. a reasonable person when it comes to my fantasy and sci-fi yeah no, exactly exactly world war z uh, the book is the book is really good but i like the environment i just didn't like the story but i love the environment that it built it was so, unique it was a unique take i think yeah so the way it was written but anyway you know you make your own decision you're a you're a Red blooded American, you you have I'm, an opinion. I'm a grown ass man. Grown ass right, you man, have you have the internet. You can go on and slam it on on, on the internet after you read it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Just like every Pretty American much. does. That's yeah. right. I uh, I think the only thing that I'm reading at the moment is uh, is Last Ronin. <gasps> I think that's all I have going on. Okay, but it it's Dude. phenomenal. Yes. Uh, I, I think next really I think... read a TMNT comic in a while. But uh, like when I heard about this, it really intrigued me, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I read that first episode. I'm like, my God, this is like, it, it almost Dude. reminds me of like the Dark Knight series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I feel like it's presented in the same way. And uh, God, it's so good. Yeah. The ending of episode of, of issue two. The ending of issue oh. two. The, the, when the first brother 
falls. Oh god, the first dude. brother death. Oh my god. Yeah, that's a gut punch. That was a gut punch. Right. For real. I was like, not ready. Like, oh god. Like that's how he went. Yeah, and then issue three, and then it's like, oh, right. Yeah, it's 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 good. I, I said it. I said it before. I think a few episodes ago. I was like, it's just you read it. It's good. It's a good read, but it's also sad because you don't want it right. to happen, but you yeah. know it's going to happen. Yeah, I think what, and I think Aaron knows. I've covered this on a previous episode. I'm going to mention it again, but like we have toys that made us thank for this. Like if that episode of, of Ninja Turtles Toys that made us didn't happen, we don't have this book. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because Eastman and Laird hadn't talked to each other before that episode, like at all. Right. And which you know, thank God it happened because you know you're talking about two guys who based their their turtles off of the X Men and uh, Daredevil. When it was like that's what pretty much what the yeah. turtles were based off of. And Teen Titans. And Teen Titans. And Teen Titans. Yeah. And now to you say like now to your point, they are uh, homaging the Dark Knight Returns. Which yeah, right. you know they built their foundation on it, so why not just keep doing it? And I think they know us uh, as our uh, as the, the the core audience, the mm-hmm. thirty somethings, the early forties. We're right. the ones who they were ten, nine, yeah. eight when this movie when the show came out, and yeah. then we discovered the book when we were thirteen. So like we are emotionally invested. So that's why right. this book is hitting us the way it's hitting us. We're like, holy shit. What the hell just happened? And yeah. You have to read it again. Yeah, I mean, it, investment in characters is like one of my favorite things about reading. But like when you have to read about their death, it's just like it's emotionally draining. Like that's why I'm glad these come in issues that are spaced <laughs> pretty far apart. Yeah, because if this was like a bi-weekly series, like I don't know if I could, you know. I think you get grieving time. It. You, you yeah. get time to grieve. <laughs> By the time I process the last issue, like the new one's about to come out, so I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, I think it comes out next week. I'm ready to hurt again. Oh, it does. <laughs> I think oh, so. Shit. All right. Oh wait, you know yeah, what? Hold on, wait. Wait, 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 wait. First. No, no. You know what? I lied because I had like seven people come in today asking about it. It was originally scheduled for next week, but it's been pushed back to I think September or something crazy like that. Really? Oh wow. Yeah, so oh I, I legit lied to you, and then I told the truth. So, uh, side note is, I think Aaron's got a copy of it. They put out a preview ash can for the first issue before it came out, and there was a completely different artist on the series. And then they got rid of that artist, and so that ash can is like a fifty dollars ash can now. Huh? I think I might be. I don't know. I, I, I would have I'm to check. Sure I got one for you. Yeah, I would have to check on that one, but. Wow, yeah. Last Ronin is that's so good. It's just Yeah. It's yeah, just I, can't, I can't recommend it to no, enough to anybody who's even not just a turtle fan, but a fan of just good storytelling, man. It, it's right. It's really and that's good. the thing, like turtles aside, like if you just like good storytelling, then you'll definitely like this book. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it it just it hits so good. It I can't wait for the action them. figures. There's gonna be there's gonna be figures. NECA is gonna cram those down my throat too and they're going to be target exclusive and hard as hell to get but they know right, i am not right. a quitter but you know <laughs> if you have friends who go find them at target you'll be fine oh you yes. ain't kidding just saying oh okay just saying simulton do you collect neca turtle figures i don't okay thank your stars because it's some of the hardest shit to collect on the planet <laughs> and oh i know aaron I was at work the other day and, and Aaron in our group chat was trying to hit me up and I was very busy. 
he called me at the store. And at first, I didn't know who the hell was. They were like, oh, you have a phone call for you. I was like, all right, cool. I thought it might have been one of the other stores. Uh, it took me a second. I was like, oh, I'm talking to Aaron. And he goes, oh, look at the chat. I found this. And it's the freaking four-pack of the animated turtles with their, their trench coats and their masks. Oh, that wow. thing is hard as hell to get right now. Yeah. 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 So. Man. But we won't talk about that's toys a, too much on this podcast. Bond. Yeah, dude. No kidding. Yeah, I think yeah, it was return. I think it was. We return. have like twenty. I think we have twenty-three listeners now, and they hate when we talk about toys. So I'm <laughs> going to keep it to a minimum. No, it's not. Not all of them hate toys. Just two were very vocal about toys whenever I put the episode out. Well, that's how yeah. the internet works, Aaron. If it's two yeah. people, it's suddenly two thousand people. So everybody needs to bow to their whim. <laughs> Pretty much. This is the way. <laughs> okay. So okay then, Chris. <laughs> what are you even reading, listening to, playing, or watching besides besides it not being Rick and Morty? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, no, I found uh, I found a box of Playboys in this abandoned house, like two houses down. And the articles have been really, uh, really, really interesting. What they color van articles. is outside their house? What color van? Yeah, what color van is outside their house? Um, it was like an off-white, and it had like uh, some bullet, bullet holes or anything. It, was, it might have been a ventilation system. I'm not sure what was going on with it, but... Beals. Yeah, exactly. No, no, glory uh, holes? <laughs> no, that's who. No, no, no. That's the lady who lived next door. Her name just happened to be Gloria Hole. Well, Glory um, A Hole. Well, God. I'm, I'm pretty sure she had a good side business. She had that, that side yeah. hustle that was good. She's, hey, sweetheart, you want some Playboys? I got a box for you. And then I got another box for you. Like, oh, shit. Is that Patty or Selma? Yes. <laughs> no man i um i, I i'm okay I, if i could show you like i've got a stack of shit like here's the here's the problem i have with re- working in a comic shop i get my comics at an employee discount mm-hmm. so perhaps i buy too many to the point where i can't keep up with them okay right so uh this 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 <laughs> the way this segment goes we talk about how i need to read and we talk yeah. about what I don't get to watch. <laughs> and we talk about the shit I should be watching, but I hear it because I'm not paying attention because I'm usually drawing my ass off till three o'clock in the morning. Right. And rewatching Chappelle. Oh, and rewatching. Oh, yo, yeah, Chappelle show. Good. That's on HBO Max. Yes. Classic. Classic. Dude, th- th- this will go down as one of the all-time greatest shows ever. I'm not telling you something you don't know. Right. But. You can't. This show will never happen again. There will never be another comedian who can do this. No. No. This no, world no. is not ready for this. It was like 10 years ago. It was. It stopped. This world decided it was too real and it could not handle it. Nope. Uh, to be fair, yeah. Dave Chappelle decided this world it was too real and couldn't handle it. And that's fine. That's fair. I get it. Yeah. Yep. But like, I mean, uh, you know, as I'm working on art, I'm listening to, you know, and I'm, I find myself reciting the whole entire show because I've watched it 8 million times. It's a good show. So, it's a good show. You know, and he you keeps know. doing secret, sh- like secret shows near my office, and I can't get, leave my office to get the tickets. Yeah, ain't that something? Really? Yeah, yeah, like, you know about that? Dave Chappelle's just been popping up in cities doing random shows, like, and announcing it a day five. before it happens. It's insane. He did five yeah. before yeah. Corona. Yeah. At House of Blues. Yeah, and if you weren't there to get tickets at the freaking ticket box or whatever, you might as well forget it, unless you wanted to pay triple what the ticket price was. Right. 
Yep. So it's insane. Absolutely insane. Wow. Yeah. No, but that, did okay. I talk about did I talk about Sweet Tooth last, last episode? Yeah, a little bit. I haven't watched it. Yet. I haven't watched that one yet. So that, like that's first something. Two episodes yesterday. But it, everybody keeps saying it's good. It's not bad. It seems a little hallmarky to me. Okay. Like I don't know. Like it seems like there's so much room for uh, more mo- stuff that's like malicious, but it just it doesn't really happen. Okay. I mean, it's kind of like it's it, it's another show that shows like, oh, the worst thing in this world isn't you know what's killing everybody; it's people. Yeah, that yeah. that's exactly We're how a lot I of that nowadays. Black Summer. I'm like, man, these zombies are like no issue for these people. It's people that are messing up everything. To quote yeah. the Keenan, uh, to quote the, to quote the Wayans message, like, yeah, everything is doing that nowadays. I, I yeah. did hear was someone say that Sweet Tooth is basically that one Fallout Boy video with the kid with the antlers oh, turned into a TV show. Uh, it may be. Fair, uh, I, I think that's fair. Yeah, it's fair. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I, except he doesn't have little hoof legs, but that's fine. That's fine. Not yet. He didn't want to be exactly the same. That's true. Although yeah. you know, I think um, you're, you're right. It's 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 got kid gloves on. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, it could be so much more dark. But I can tell you, I read. Uh, we have the the trade paperback at work, and I read like the first few issues in the trade paperback. Mm-hmm. The way it's filmed is very much the way it's told and you know it's 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 on purpose it's a choice okay okay so right. jeff lamar who wrote it also drew it which is odd because he's not really known as an artist so much as a writer but um i think that's what he was going for so knowing that i mean it follows in the footsteps of the book at least which is very yeah. rare nowadays anyway mm-hmm. all right no so. i will say in one of the gaming groups i'm in on facebook uh someone made the comment that they started watching Sweet Tooth, and they were highly pissed and disappointed that there was not an ice cream truck that shot missiles out at other cars. <laughs> in Damn it. that show. I'm old enough to get that reference. <laughs> and Same he here. was very upset. And I was like, uh, and I thought, I was like, wait, oh yeah, that's right. There was a character called Sweet Tooth. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Oh man. Yeah. Oh well. If what are you Ghost gonna do? Rider were an ice cream man, basically. <laughs> a pedo oh, yes. ice cream man. A pedo ice cream man. Yes. Oof. So, yeah. Uh, anything else, Chris, besides Chappelle's show and Sweet Tooth? Or no, man, no, no. Speaking of pedos, so there's a co-host, uh, a co-host on y'all's uh, NXT podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Come on. <laughs> you know, I was going to do. Somebody's going to do that at some point in this podcast, and that was the For that sure. was the entryway into it. So DJ sure. Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait no so i'm gonna get I, i've seen the way he looks at uh nia Jax. i can assure you he's not a he's not a pedo okay hey, well, that's true. he wants that's to true. he wants the raw dog he wants I to mean, get in there yeah he, he wants uh, to he got... baby he wants to <laughs> yeah. lose that same game aaron lost <laughs> twice twice so it, for him to segue to Chappelle show to him, it would be like his Oprah. Like, oh, I knocked up Nia Jax. Now I'm the baby daddy. You know. What's an Oprah? My seed, son. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's uh, that's that's what would happen. Oh, did we skip over Aaron? Aaron, what are you reading, watching, and what have you? 
I, I will, show? I'm, I'm, I'm not in a while. I'm glad you asked because I'm, I'm sure I watched one thing that you've watched that you didn't read for them maybe mention. I checked out Luca over the weekend, last weekend. Oh we shit! We haven't finished it. You haven't finished That's it. That's why I mentioned it. Yeah. Oh, all right. it's really good. I've seen it. You've it seen it, good. Yeah, Eric. Uh, Man, I feel left out. Uh, it was really fun. It had a great soundtrack too. It did. It really did. Uh, kind of like fifties Italian rock music. Yeah. Was, yeah, I noticed that. I think I told Nicole that. I was like, this is a pretty cool soundtrack, man. It's something uh, I've never yeah. heard before. The the one thing that right. got me the most on this was the animation because it wasn't their typical Pixar animation. This was like claymation, but CGI claymation. Because it reminded me of like Wallace and Gromit a little bit with like the, the facial features and the, the structure of right. the body and everything. It was yeah. very like uh it was very uh UK claymation styled. And uh yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was a great movie. Uh, yeah, no, it was it was really fun. It was uh, well that, done. The story yeah. was was great too. It was. It was just now I, like well told. And... Did you spot the Pizza Planet truck? No. Was it underwater? It is in there. It is in there. It's not. It's not underwater. It's in there in the town, but it's not your typical Pizza Planet truck. It looks like an old '50s style truck. That's awesome. Okay. So it fits the tone. It fits the 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 era, the the year, right? The, the, of that timeline. Was it written uh, in Italian on the side of it? Well, it looked very Italian esque, styled. Ristorante. Kind of like, uh, like what was it? Onward had the you know yield pizza realm. Pizza this is yeah, like yeah. This is same kind of footsteps with the theme of the era that it's in there. Sick. So, That's awesome. Uh, Keep my eye off that. Great. Yes, yeah, it was really now, good. Now, really oh man, I gotta watch it again now. Like, <laughs> no. Like, oh darn. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, And instead of uh, hidden Mickey's, you had hidden Donalds in this movie too. So there's a few Donalds. Oh, really? All throughout the movie, yeah. Because apparently Donald Duck is really big in Italy. He's a big uh, character over in Italy. Yeah. Just like the Italian Mickey Mouse. Like legit, the voice actor who plays Mickey in Italy, I met him at school. Well, that's that's an amazing. Uh, it uh, is. It was cool. <laughs> I've met hey. international. Hey, hey, hey Gabagooli. <laughs> hey, who's looking at my grandma's house? <laughs> what the try my how to dig the dog? And uh, well, and one thing because last week I got I kind of got harassed by Bernie about it, so I finally spent the money, rented this movie. Called Aqua Slash. Oh. I finally watched Aqua Slash. It was Aqua Slash three ninety nine on uh-huh. to on a Voodoo. Okay. And the movie itself is not good. Um, I could I could see the pit, the pitch meeting to get this movie made was like, hey, I want to make a slasher movie about this guy that's going around a water park that's killing people, but I want this one death where he puts these these giant lawnmower blades inside this. Uh, Water slide crisscross style. So when people slide down, they get cut into pieces. It's like, okay, cool. What, what other deaths are you going to do? No, no, no. I want to do this one death. So they made a movie about this one death scene. They basically made this movie about this one death scene about putting giant blades in a water slide. That's it. Mm. It's a big lead up to that. And then there's the after part of that. This movie is terrible. This movie. Is, so it's a slasher movie, and one person gets slashed. 
No, no, no. Five five people get killed with one uh, okay. way. Uh, one way. All way. All the same way. Okay. It is a terrible Canadian movie. And this movie's made in Canada. And oh, it well, is there terrible. you go. It is terrible. They were apologizing after Don't dying. Apologize. Yeah, they were apologizing after getting killed. They're like, sorry, sorry about, about getting blood. Sorry. sorry about the blood. <laughs> <laughs> the hat of America didn't make a good movie. Come on now. Are you kidding me? And then of course I watched Loki like everybody else did. Oh man. And right. So let's let's jump into Loki because this episode Loki wants had, to jump into Loki, but go on. I mean, yeah, I mean you had the feels and then you had the ending. Ending. Right. End credit which, scene. First one of the yeah, season. End credit oh, scene that if if uh you're starting your own squad. Why not a squad of you? And right. go with that. And go yeah. with that. Uh, For sure. So so I uh, I watch mine like while I'm at work on my phone. <laughs> and like, okay. like, like I, I get like feedback from people. They're like, why do you watch it on your phone? I'm like, because I'm so terrified of spoilers. Because uh-huh. people post them just to do it to be that guy. Oh sure. They want the yeah, they get some kind of sick sick satisfaction from it. It sucks. Right. And you know, I'm not gonna ignore my phone all day, you know, just so I'm like, I can watch it here. And then if I really want to, when I get home, I'll rewatch it. Because that is true. Rewatching stuff always gives you time to pick up on more things. Yeah, absolutely. You know? It does. Um <laughs> this one did have a couple jaw drop moments for sure, though. Oh yeah. So are we going to talk about those moments, or are we going to be like, oh, we we're going to no, be let, let's about go, it? Let's go ahead and talk about it. I mean, I mean, by now everybody's probably have seen it. Everybody should have seen it. So this is this right. is a spoiler moment. This is a spoiler moment. This if is you your haven't seen it yet. Skip ahead warning. Pause. Yeah. Go watch it. Come back. Pause. Go yeah, watch it. Come go. back. Um. But yeah. Th- yeah. This is where we're going to talk about this 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 episode. Like going kind of whatever detail we want to go into. Um, Owen Wilson's, the, his the oh. ending of Owen Wilson. Right. I mean, hey. people were... Well, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, people were... When, when Owen Wilson was announced for this series, people didn't like that. A lot of people didn't like that. The same he, people who hated Heath Ledger's Joker, Tom, uh, uh, Tom Holland as Spider-Man, were the mm-hmm. same people who were complaining about Owen Wilson being in a Marvel franchise because of his you know, wow type of thing. This catchphrase. Right. But then when you watch the show, Owen Wilson is good because he brought life to a bland worker ant character. You know, right. He brought that's exactly what he is. He's a worker ant. And he should be like no someone we don't even care about, really. Yeah, pretty much. You're not supposed to care about this guy at all. Yeah. And you start seeing the little cracks in his personality, like you know the the jet skis, the the right. the Josta soda, which I hope, I hope Coke brings that back. I hope Coke brings that back. You're hoping to oh, Rick and Morty. Yes, <laughs> the Saskatchewan sauce of, uh, of of Loki. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I would take a cooler yeah. full of Josta. Uh, I would take a cooler oh full of Josta. That stuff is awesome, or was awesome, but. I mean, he brought life to a character that, yeah, that you're not supposed to care about. You're, you're, right. you're not. And to see him grow and then to see, you know, essentially him getting pruned, pruned. 
Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's heartbreaking. Because, be, well, so my thing on that is the same thing happens to Loki. Yeah. And Loki wakes up and it looks like a destroyed New York City. Like, it looks like you can see Avengers Tower in the background. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. broken down. So it's like, so is Mobius here too? <laughs> Mobius is running around in Lightning McQueen? Right. <laughs> yes. Ciao, <laughs> ciao. Right. Now that that would, be, that would just destroy the Dude. meta. <laughs> they could, why not? They they own every last bit of our childhood and then some, so let's do it. Right, right. You know, uh, the speculation is running wild. Obviously, I mean, we're talking, we're dealing with after after the whole timeline break thing, man. All mm-hmm. all all everything's off the table. I mean, yeah, all bets right. are off. I mean, who yeah. knows? Yeah. There's any number of time traveling characters from Marvel. True. That could right. be responsible this for this. Well, it could be any. It could be anybody from a major character to somebody who's in a miniseries you had no freaking idea about because you didn't read it. Is it, it, well, that that would all be fine for speculation if Funko didn't drop their sample pictures today of certain movies. Yes. Oh, you think it has? You think it has something to do with it? Multiverses of madness. Right, but. Okay, so you're, okay, right. No, so I'm saying, like, what's your direct correlation? I'm, I'm curious where you, where well, you, like, well, Loki's establishing multiverses. We're actually getting official multiverses in Loki. Okay, this gotcha. isn't something that they talk about. We're getting official multiverses. Okay, Doctor Strange's next movie is Multiverse of Madness. It's in yeah. the title. It's specifically well, in the even title. Spider-Man No Way Home is supposed yes. to go into multiverses. And the toys for that drop today or the picture, the prototypes and pictures for that drop today. And we got a Dr. Strange and we got the Lego set that says Dr. Strange in his Santorium with Spider-Man and MJ. So yeah, all that, you know, they're leading like the to workshop the top or something. Yeah. The workshop, mm-hmm. it was the workshop yeah. and we're getting all of this coming out. The move Spider-Man comes up, what comes out in what December. So that's uh-huh. months away. And we're good. Well, I mean, we're we're gonna get we're gonna get multiverses. We're getting it. Yeah, oh, sure. and we're gonna get we're gonna get other versions of it. I'm really beginning to think that that Spider-Man trailer is uh-huh. gonna drop the same day as the final episode of Loki. Okay, because that makes sense. I think That's they're valid. gonna go with more multiverse things. Uh huh. And I think they're gonna explain it more. And then I think as soon as that last episode of Loki hits, they're going to drop that trailer. Because why would they like let Funko show the toys already? Yeah, exactly. Why would they let Hasbro almost, show the the action figures? Isn't it almost San Diego Comic? Is it almost San Diego Comic Con time? Uh, uh, no, it's during like Thanksgiving this year. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. I got it yeah. got pushed up. It got pushed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's like you, you're getting all these like previews and all these like um, toy leaks and you know glamour shots and everything. And then basically two days after that episode of Loki drops, where we get you know the a multiverse or like in a, like a different timeline, you got Doctor Strange showing up in Spider Man toys, right? And oh, makes sense, yeah. So I mean, I'm excited. I'm all in for this. So I. I officially cannot wait no so yeah yeah, and yeah it's think, a six episode series right 
for those only six more episodes. I think so. Oh my god, not enough anymore. Yeah. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Well, like, well, when does Black Widow come out? That comes out in, what two more weeks? Something like that. Yeah. So. Oh god, so not the, even two weeks. Yeah. A week. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. So a week. Wow. Yeah. Not not too long. Not everything's everything's right. like coming together with it. Yeah. yeah it, together. Oh, I'm sorry. I was gonna say I think Hamilton's right. I think what's gonna happen is Marvel has proven they don't like to step on their own toes. Mm-hmm. So we're not I think we're not gonna mm-hmm. get anything till Loki is wrapped up and that's when they're gonna be like, Oh, and by the way, here's this trailer when you get up in the morning like, oh shit, and then the whole yeah. internet's gonna go right. like, get lit on fire again. Yeah. I mean, I unless remember. they're gonna it's gonna be one of the previews for Black Widow. That's what I think we might get a teaser. I think we might get a teaser for Black Widow. Well, also remember their release calendar was messed up. Yeah. uh, I think WandaVision was supposed to come out after Falcon. It was. was. Yeah, that was supposed to be the last one. Yeah. What a great time to be alive, man. Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, and WandaVision. Yep. So, so far of all three shows... WandaVision, Loki, and Falcon Winter Soldier. Which ones has been your favorite so far? Um, I think WandaVision, for sure. Okay. Um, okay. Because the way it started, like, they kind of... They kind of threw everyone for a loop in the first episode. Like, it's like, what, what am I... Is this I Love Lucy? What is this? Yeah. And yeah. then at mm-hmm. the end, when it zooms out and it's on a screen, you're like, oh... There's more. Yeah. And then yeah. once you start getting to what's going on outside, then you're like, okay, wow, this is just like freaking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I know I've seen it in like memes and whatnot, but there was a uh, one uh, Randall Parks character, the FBI mm-hmm. agent. Yeah. They're like, why don't we redo X-Files, but it's him going to explore MCU events. <laughs> Ooh, that would be awesome. Like, oh, that would be cool. That would be an incredible show. Because you could that do would be so cool. much with it, you know? Yeah. You that would be pretty cool. Season-based, you could keep it episode-based. You know, each episode's a different event, or you span a couple and a few episodes. Well, you know, I, I think I think what would, would be really awesome if they did that they we already know there's a secret invasion storyline of some sort coming. Mm-hmm. Right. So somebody's got to somebody's got to pick up on that. Yeah. And I think it would be cool if he would be like somebody who you know you're getting that um you know what's that uh, was it inside NCIS or whatever where yeah. he's like the glasses he's like equipped and it's like ah burr, 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 <laughs> like well well didn't they try to do that with um with Agents of Shield with Coulson him being kind of like the human character element. With yeah, the but I think kind of thing. I think Agent of Shield kind of jumped the shark a little bit. I mean, I think it kind of gradually fell off, didn't it? Unless I'm mistaken. Hey, it's done. That show's done. Yeah, it hasn't. Yeah, it, I, I it's been kind of inconsequential the to the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is odd. Like, I, th- I feel like if you're going to do that, you're going to mm-hmm. tie into these movies. Yeah. Something has to come back around. Like yeah. now, that that being the case, though, uh, I I really Blades coming back, and we're going to have Midnight Suns. We're going to have. The, the dark underbelly of the Marvel universe, and they had Ghost so. Rider on. They had Ghost Rider on Agents of Shield. So they did yeah. Bring that guy back as Ghost Rider, or you know, right. have him battle against um, you know uh, Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider or Danny Ketch or something. Yeah. Too much. Too much possibilities with the multiverse. Like, 
a Ghost Rider war. You know. I just thought yeah. of something. I just thought of something. Episode one of Loki. We have the woman that's in the background that comes in through the thing that looks like uh, Peggy Carter, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That character could be the what if version of Peggy Carter that's going to be from the what if show as Captain Britain. Right. And she's the var- and she's the variant. Yeah. That was brought in. Because what if that's... is basically variants. What if is right, basically yeah. variant. So that could be Captain Britain, Peggy Carter from the what if oh, show man. that was in episode Loki one. That'd be so, awesome. Huh? If right. that is, I'd be, I'm, I'm going to have to go back and start watching Loki now again, just to see yeah. like little drops of Easter eggs. Dude, 13 year old me is dying right now <laughs> with all the stuff that's happening. Like with time travel, if it were possible, I would go back and tell little fat me, Hey man, it's all going to be worth it. <laughs> Hang in there, enjoy your pizza. Right. Yeah. Watch that channel that scramble with the boobies on it late at night when your parents aren't paying attention. Pretty much. Just get through it. You know, <laughs> you got this. You got this, man. It's all going to come to a head. Don't worry. It's yeah. Fine. Now, I would tell my seventh or my uh, 19 year old, hey, you, know, you see that Toad Marvel Legends figure over there? Go buy that, throw it in a trash bag, bury it, come back in 20 <laughs> years and sell it. It'll be worth yeah. quite a bit of money. That's yeah. insane. What the hell? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what would you tell your 13-year-old self, Samilton? Oh, man. Um, I would tell myself, yes, go buy those comic books and hold <laughs> on to them. Yep. Yep, <laughs> you know, exactly. Like, I had, um, back in the day, I had a two, Amazing Spider-Man 252. And one of my Brent brother's friends stole it. So I'm like, I'm just not going to buy anything anymore if his friends are going to steal it. Oh, God. Yeah. That is the 13-year-old mindset. You're like, well, fine. If I can't have one book, why should I have seven? Why don't you take my stuff? Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just going beating that kid's ass yeah. like, hey, man, you earned this ass whooping, you prick. Wow. Also, I would tell myself to uh, finish collecting all the Fleer ultra spider-man cards oh yes because i got yes. so close to completing the set and then you know they do what they do best and just disappear yeah that, that is i true. still have most of them too dude that that market is coming back and uh furthermore i don't know if you have you been keeping up with like marvel trading cards now i've been seeing them pop up for like buku bucks like getting them yeah. like hermetically sealed and graded yep. and shit old so cards like are wondering if i just, should do some of those probably man probably like because right. at this point now like they're putting out marvel masterpieces now and yep. they'll have the regular base set and the, a pack of cards is super expensive like a pack of cards is like 20 bucks or something something insane like that and you're getting yeah. like eight cards now granted right. you're getting like basically you're getting hits or whatever with every pack but mm-hmm then they're doing parallel sets. So like you can have your base set of like 80 cards and then they have a spectrum of colors for another base set uh, with all orange tinge or all red tinge. And then those are numbered. Like your orange set might be numbered to a hundred sets of that. And then the red might be uh, 50 sets where the green might be 20 sets. So now what you're doing is you're creating this frenzy of people who need to have that base set, but by God, they have to have it in green. So, yeah. whereas your regular base card of Loki 
is 20 bucks on the aftermarket. If you're trying to get it in the green set, say goodbye to $800. Yep. Yeah. It's, 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 you know, cause we all want to be part of the exclusive club. That's what this whole collector market is about. We all want to have the cool thing so we can brag to our friends. <laughs> I have it and you don't. That's why we yeah. do this. And so, <laughs> you know, as, as someone who works on those sets, man, that I, I stay fairly uh, busy with these guys that collect. They're like, Hey man, are you doing commissions? I'm like, yeah, it's uh, you know, $200 and they don't blink an eye. I'm like, okay, kid, let's, let's do it. You know, like, right. I'm yeah. reaping the benefits of this cool yeah. kid, uh, you know, mad dash, you know? Yeah. I mean, you're getting something custom, you know? Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Like, look it's what awesome. I have. That's yeah. pretty hey, much. Hey, man, true ones and ones, man. Can't beat it. <laughs> well, speaking of custom artwork, you know, conventions are coming back. Comic conventions yes. are coming back. Shows are coming back. All these things are coming back. And now you kind of have to pick and choose your battles of what you want to either attend or go to or even vend at if, you, if, if you're able to do that. Yeah. And for me, lately, concerts have been popping up and it's like picking and choosing my battles, picking what tickets mm-hmm. I want to get, what tickets are on sale, what are available and what's not on the same day as another show that I want to see. And uh, for instance, uh, for instance, another Chris friend of ours, Villarreal, uh, from a from a wrestling podcast, he was he's going to go see Limp Bizkit up in Austin. I'm like, cool. Always wanted to see him. Tickets are super cheap. Right. Let's go. I look at the I look at the I look at the uh, the calendar. What day it falls on? It falls on the same weekend as Megadeth. Can't make mm. it. Can't yeah, make it. and that's a pretty easy decision. But. It's like a time now that shows are coming back, but you have to pick and choose your battles. And yeah. I know, Eric, you attend. I'm looking at your timeline and I see like, or before 2020, 2019, you're like at every <laughs> punk show, ska show, rock show, <laughs> bluegrass. You were there. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I do like concerts. I, I go to a fair amount. Um, I've uh, I've started uh, getting a couple tickets, uh, mm-hmm. so I got uh, a ticket for Rise Against in August, okay. which is here. Okay. Um, I need to go by White Oak and get my ticket for Newfound Glory and Simple Plan. And oh! I've seen Newfound Glory like so many freaking times. I've and never seen just... them. I've wanted to go so bad. I, I saw them Here's... on the American Idiot tour. Oh man! Day. Let me ask I saw you that one like. Too. Let me ask you, when you go see them in concert, do they do a lot of their covers or is it mostly just their backlog and stuff? So it depends. So uh, the last time they came through, they were promoting that covers album. So they mainly did a lot of the covers and a few from the past records and then, you know, a couple of their biggest hits. But typically they'll throw like one, one of their covers in their set list usually. Thank God. And don't get me wrong. I love Newfound Glory. I'm a I'm a huge fan. I love their work. But when those 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 cover albums started coming out, dude, I was blown away because there's some oh, like yeah. good. Like their their cover of just the good the Goonies song. I mean, yeah, Goonies. No shade. No shade to Cindy Lauper at all whatsoever. But yeah, like they they just take everything about your childhood and make it that much better. You right. Know? And like that the was Cups the one that came out like Perfect. either 99 or 2000, I think. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and it had Dude. that. It had never ending story. It had, had, yeah, it had that thing you do, which I've always been a huge fan of that movie. Yes, yes, yeah. the Oneaters. <laughs> that's, that's a band shirt. That's O'Neaters. a band shirt I want. Right. I, I've always wanted an Oneaters t-shirt. Yeah. Okay. So, say so quick question then for cover bands. Uh huh. Yeah, you have Newfound Glory. Right. You have Bowling for Soup. Me first uh-huh. and the Gimme Gimmies. Me first right. and the Gimme Gimmies. Which ones? You, like, how would you rank those three? As for cover bands, well, or when they do cover uh, songs? I'm sorry. When to do cover songs? Newfound Glory, Me First and Gimme Gimme's, and then Bowling for Soup. Okay. okay. Yeah. And I've I've seen all three of those. And yeah. They're all fun. They're all really fun. Yeah. To they're, see live. They're, all, uh, they're all a good time. I think I've seen Bowling for Soup and Me First at a warp tour some years ago. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's funny. Like things just keep getting announced after announced after announced. You're like <laughs> Where do I find time to do all this? You know? Yes. Like even the only concert uh, Comic Palooza yeah. is the same weekend as Money in the Bank. Yeah. The same the like, same weekend well, as Money in the Bank. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, from a vendor's perspective, I'm not doing Comic Palooza <laughs> this year, so it's going to be Money in the Bank for me. But right. AEW. Oh, and AEW. Oh, yeah. So that's a, yeah. Like the, con- the only concert ticket I have so far is what? Slipknot? Yes, Okay, so yeah. my nephew has never seen Slipknot, so I'm gonna take him to that. And of course, nice. we got AEW in Austin, AEW in Houston, where the hell that's supposed to happen. And August, then uh, August. August. Okay, there you go. There. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I have a ticket we're going to SmackDown too. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, the two little, there's two little girls that we ha- we basically help raise, you know, in my family, and they. Uh, are the reapers of the benefit of representation in wrestling. Now, with your pod... No, no, in all seriousness, like, okay, so with What's Wrong with, what's wrong with Wrestling is y'all's podcast. We all know what's wrong with wrestling. These two girls do not. And the only reason I say that is because they're two little girls who are African-American, and uh-huh. they watched WrestleMania at my house and saw two African-American women headline a WrestleMania. And that was yes. beautiful. They... Yep. They were enthralled. It was like I remember the, watching them watch it. Was like me going yeah. back and watching like Ultimate Warrior and Hogan as a kid. You know what I mean? Right. You're yeah. like, I'm watching superheroes battle it out on a field of battle. That's what they yeah. were seeing, and it made me. It made my heart happy. And so, like, when we found out they were going to be in Houston, and it's one of the first shows back, and supposedly it's going to be all the pyro in a brand new stage. They're going to bring right, back. Yeah. The, the Rock's mom's going to be on the front row. It's going to be a whole thing. Front row, <laughs> you know, front row negative will be in full effect. I promise. And that's... Oh, for it sure. And we all know what's wrong with wrestling, but yeah. I what's not wrong is seeing them be happy. So that's yes. that's kind of like the upswing of wrestling coming back is like... And we all, we all know Vince, that's what he cares about is, you know, the kids and, you know... Right. Like, they're going to have a blast. You're going to be like, well, it's a live experience. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because exactly. yeah. I'm a jaded wrestling fan, so that's this. That's yeah. who I'm gonna. Ha- <laughs> I'm gonna have to be real with myself. That's what I'm there for. But right. them, dude. I, I mean, yeah. You want an eight dollar hot dog? Sure. You want a forty seven dollar t shirt? You got it. Like whatever. It's fine. <laughs> well, that's you how know? it was for me when I when it when SmackDown tickets went on sale. I wasn't gonna get the tickets because because the kids hadn't don't watch it or they don't really watch WWE anymore. 
And I'm like, okay, I don't have to buy them. I can I can save out and skip this show. I was I listening get, to the podcast. <laughs> I get I get home. I get home. And Gwen hits me up with, Daddy, SmackDown's coming to Houston. I'm like, okay. Whoops. Can we go? I'm like, I thought you didn't want to go. Well, no, Bailey's gonna be there. I want to go. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. So so th- and this is the day, this is the day tickets are released. So I go online, I'm buying tickets. And the ticket sales for cheap seats, well, the cheap seats are gone. Ringside, gone. Mid-seats pricing is still somewhat there. And I was able to get four seats at a decent price Yeah. before it all sold out. And I'm like, okay. I was like, yay, Gwen, we're going. Yay. I hope you're going to start watching. (laughs) And so she watched Smackdown for like the next two weeks, and then she hasn't really watched it since. So... (laughs) Can you blame her? I mean, come on. <laughs> right. She yeah. just wants to go just to go. She just wants to go just to go. Yeah. But she excited for, she's excited to go see SmackDown. She's excited to go see AEW. Uh, right. And uh, yeah, it's just the time to, to take her to go see wrestling again. She's going to love it. Yeah. I, uh, I got my flight and my tickets for SummerSlam. So I'm yeah, that's, very that's excited your fourth. about that. That's yeah. your fourth. So yeah, my first SummerSlam. So wow, damn dude, that's uh, isn't, that the, isn't that the one we need to watch to to do the big four? That's the one we're missing. That's the yep. one we're missing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm I'm excited. You know, it's in Vegas. Vegas is a cool place. Mm-hmm. That's um, awesome. I'm gonna fly out Saturday morning, and then come back like Monday afternoon. So I'll go to the show Saturday. I'll have Sunday to do whatever in Vegas, and you know. Nice. I want to eat at a buffet, a Vegas buffet. <laughs> the Rio. Has well, yeah, the Rio. Apparently, yeah, apparently that's yeah. the one to go to. And then you go to that giant Taco Bell. Yes, the giant. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's White Castle there, too. There is. Ah, there White you know. Castle at Disney World now. I, yeah. I'm just going to recommend this restaurant while you're in Vegas. Hash House of Go-Go. I saw it is that. Amazing. It is amazing. It is, yeah. it is very much amazing. If you like, okay. like country, like country fried steak, and uh-huh. like just amazing, just country type food. Oh yeah, Ash House of Go Go. All right, you you will not want to leave because you will want to just keep eating. You might yeah. eat yourself to death, but it's so good. It's one one hell of a way to go out, man. Just go ahead and go is. there and just eat hey, yourself to death in Vegas. With, <laughs> hey, with the chicken with chicken in my stomach and a smile on my face, I will gladly die at Hash House. A little less conversation, a little more if buffet. It's chicken and it's fried. You got me. That's hell right. yes, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. So you definitely I, check it out. I see Aaron's chicken chicken tender lunches. That's right. From Whataburger. That's hey, right. Man. Hey, I love me some chicken tenders. Respect. Hey, must respect. Yeah. Hey, hey, Enzo copped that phrase, chicken tenders, and I'm like, yes, please with gravy. Oh man. <laughs> oh yeah. So I mean, hey. you know, speaking of uh, speaking of Enzo, <laughs> speaking of wrestling, I feel like one of our twenty-seven listeners may not know about your podcast, which would be odd to me because being like it's one of the top wrestling podcasts out there. Tell us about your tell, about, tell us about your podcast, man. Tell people who may not be aware of it where to find it and what it's all about. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what's wrong with wrestling? Is uh, the show we've been doing. God, like six years now. Yeah, it's, it's been, been going on. Yeah. yeah, 
Um, we uh, we drop a new episode every Wednesday. Uh, that's going to cover your Raw and SmackDown. Uh, we also do uh, Patreon, which uh, that'll get you pay-per-views, AEW, NXT, and uh, a bonus monthly episode, which is always a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Our last one was the Joe Pisano What's Wrong With Wrestling game show. <laughs> and, uh, that was a lot of fun. Romance Explosion show. Romance Explosion. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, you know, we uh, we, we kind of point out the uh, how bad the product's been, you know. Wait, what? Um, I know, What right? are you Shocker. talking about, man? The, yeah. the, <clears throat> Shocker. WWE yeah. is the, yeah. <laughs> WWE is the pinnacle of, uh, you know, top-rated <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's where the best wrestlers in the world are. That's right. You know, and they're it's where the big boys clowns. play. Yeah. <laughs> It's when they play and get released. You know, it's it's funny because, you know, the shows for the like the past like four months have been reruns every week. Yeah, it's like the same matches every single freaking week. Well, when you cut half your roster, you can only have the same matches. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Exactly. Again. Again. Okay. Well, now we we got the new soundboard with like double the buttons, dude. So there's a there's uh, a shit we haven't even heard yet, right? Yes, yes. I'm Uh, excited. So now instead of the again from Kyrie Sane, we have Kofi going rematch after rematch after rematch after rematch, which is so perfect. Yes, because right, exactly what it is. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, and you know, like you know, I, I'm going to Money in the Bank and, and SummerSlam, and you know, it, it's always a different experience when you see it live. Mm-hmm. But I always like going because the best time to grow our podcast is after watching a shitty WWE show. It's like, <laughs> hey, seriously, you look like you're upset. Listen to this podcast. <laughs> you know, it's ingenious, man. Says, What's wrong with wrestling? Yeah, so I mean, it, it it works out good. It's uh, you know, we uh we hustle our ass off when we go to those shows because like we get out of the stadiums as fast as we can, and I mean we're just handing out to as many people as we can. Yep. It's ingenious, yeah. man. It really is. I I didn't know about it <laughs> until my wife introduced me to it, and I was like, this is one of the best <laughs> podcasts I've ever heard because I am so jaded by this shit that they get yeah. it. And so I have right. to listen to this. Yeah, and especially people who, uh, you know, who have watched the Attitude Era and even a good portion of the Ruthless Aggression Era. Yeah. Like, it, it's just, it's not even close to being on the same level. No, it's not, man. We are and not the target audience anymore. We're just not. No. It's sad, you know. Vince hates old people. No. As far as Vince, concern, Vince is concerned, we're 87 years old. Correct, yeah. We Vince don't know thinks anything. we need to die. We don't know yeah, shit yeah. about wrestling. <laughs> Vince is Vince is like Richard Nixon. I don't think we. I, yeah. I don't think. I don't think Vince is real. I think anytime we see Vince, that's that's um that's projection technology. Is that the Bray Wyatt puppet? That's really Vince. Yeah, it's good so. shit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and they got Vince's head in in in, in uh, wherever the fuck uh, the main office is. I forget Connecticut. In uh, Stanford. Stanford. Stanford, Connecticut. There is. They yeah. got his head like you know, Charleston Chew. Like 
He's a, he's a, they have all the like writers. It's a drama. <laughs> it's a right. They have him, they have his head on a goddamn pedestal and they got all the yes men around him. So, boss, what do you want to do this week? Uh, Roman Reigns. Uh, <laughs> head of the table. Where's Brock Lesnar? <laughs> I like the walrus jiggle with it too. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's so good. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> he was at the Dave Chappelle show. What's that? And he was at the Dave Chappelle show. Yeah, how odd was that? Like, uh, oh, Vince that's went he's to go looking see... for uh, new writers, you know, because comedy writers. They're genius. Jesus. I'll tell you what, though. Look, in real talk, if Vince hires Dave Chappelle or Donnell Rawlings to write on the WWF creative team, we lose it, use that term very fucking loosely. Uh-huh. Look, we are going to get real laughable shit. And I hope he embraces it instead of just yeah. rips it up the day they give it to him. Yeah. Well, I mean, we all know that there's only one writer for Ron Smack. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Sadly, you're right. That's true. It breaks my heart. Yeah. That, that is very true. So, so I got to ask Eric, uh, what got you into wrestling? Because nobody just starts off, you know, I watch wrestling, been watching forever. What actually got right. you into it? I've had friends uh, who've gotten into it through the video games, through the music, and just watching it on right. TV. So, so when I watched it as a kid, you know, like I think it was the whole like superhero aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like oh, this is this is great, and you know, you want to reenact the moves. And then I got out of it for a few years, and uh, my dad was watching wrestling, and he'd flip between Raw and Nitro. You know, oh, back and forth, yes. and uh, one 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 Monday night, it was just me and him there, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, I want to eat at the table alone." He's eating in there watching wrestling. I'm still in there watch it, and this was at like probably like three weeks before WrestleMania 15. So okay. the Rock and Stone Cold were like just at each other's throats. Yeah. And I was so enamored by, like, the characters. Uh You know, like, you have this guy who doesn't give a shit about anything, and he wants that title, and you have this, like, arrogant corporate dude who's, like, you know, (laughs) just, you know, being, like, such a dick about it. And (laughs) so I, uh, I I watched it, finished the episode, and then next week I had to know what happened. And uh, luckily he did... He had already planned on ordering WrestleMania 15, so that was that was nice. Um, but yeah, uh, so Rock and Austin is what got me back in, and yeah, that was like when I was 15, so that was like uh, four, no, 24 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I'll be 39 in August. Okay. Oh, you old bastard! I know. Uh, Ooh. So I've been watching consecutively for almost 25 years. Wow. That's yeah. awesome, man. That, Hell yeah. That, that, that's that's really that's really cool to hear. That's really cool to hear to see that you know you watched it but you got out, but your dad brought you back in. You, your dad brought right. you back in. That's really cool. Just by him being greedy with the TV too. Because <laughs> usually he'd uh, he'd take control of the TVs Monday night. Couldn't watch uh-huh. anything because he'd be flipping uh back and forth. Um that, that poor last Nitro last and... channel button. That right. Poor last channel well, button. No, I think uh, so. We ended up getting one of those picture-in-picture TVs, and he said, "Like, oh, Ooh. the old TV was going out." And I think it's just because he wanted to keep both. 
yeah swap them on the fly you know like oh what's yep. going on here oh nothing okay i'll go back <laughs> that was oh, great, man. bougie wrestling bougie wrestling bougie. <laughs> what's bougie with wrestling that, that'd be the yeah. podcast of you and your dad yeah what's bougie with wrestling right that, that that's awesome that yeah. that yeah that, that, that that's just a really good story so when was your first show like when was you, when did you go to your first live event uh, my first live event, I think my first live event was WrestleMania 17. Oh, wow. This really? Pretty high. Wow. Okay. Jesus, yeah. man. Okay. No, no, I'm sorry. Well, that was my first WWE live event. My first wrestling live event was the, uh, the Nitro that they did in the Astrodome. Okay, the one with Rey Mysterio and Conan rapping, yeah, like in the Astros in the Astros jerseys. Yes, holy and crap! It was, was like twenty five percent of the way full. Yeah, yeah, yeah I knew then, I was at the same show. That was one of my first uh, big events. Was big events was that? Didn't didn't Scott Hall? Uh, was it him and Sting? Sure. I mean, probably. Who knows, right? Yeah, but I, I don't. Remember. I forget. I, all I remember is like my dad kept messing with the people around us and like pointing up at the rafters. He's like, Oh, there's Sting. And like people were like, Oh, yeah, I can see him. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't there. Yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. But uh, yeah, my first WWE live event was um, was WrestleMania 17. Holy which crap. Which was incredible. Wow. wow. Yeah. And then uh, I went to, I think after that, like I went to SmackDown like by myself and I'd like, second row on the floor and i was like super excited and uh it was on the edge so i could run up to the barricade you know Uh for each match and uh you know kurt angle like walked right by me and like i had like uh my kurt angle shirt that i'll make you tap out that was a (laughs) fucking huge kurt angle mark yeah yeah so that was and i'm there was i have like three disposable cameras in my cargo shorts Let's aid cargo out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I took a ton of pictures. Fashion and yeah. function. Absolutely. So that was at the summit or compact center. The Maybe compact center. The summit. Wow. The church formerly known as. Oh my God. Yes. That's awesome, man. <laughs> the church. That's yeah. so church. cool. I guess I have right. a question too. Like, so you, we, we've established what brought you in. We established when you first went to really go embrace it live. What right. was the event or show that killed it that made you a co-host of a podcast that hates the modern product? <laughs> oh. So when I started doing the podcast, I mean, sure there was stuff wrong with it, but it wasn't like on the level that it was now. I mean, there's yeah. always stuff you can find to critique about anything. Sure. Anything at all. Um, I got to say my best moment was seeing Kevin Owens win the title in person. Yeah. I was, I was like second row for that. I was right there. Have I ever told you guys about like how he, uh, he talked to me while it was on commercial? No, no, no. So I was wearing a Rollins shirt and I had a sign that said, win Owens win. You know, because Fight Owens fight was a big thing. Yeah, sure. And he sure. looked at my sign and he looked down at me. He's like, "Put that sign down. You're not wearing my shirt." 
<laughs> Someone get me a Kevin Owens shirt stat. Put that yeah. sign like, down, you was, mark. You know, like during commercials. So, you know, of course he could interact with people. Uh, <laughs> was this the same night as the Jeff Hardy armband? No, this was like. No. Uh, yeah, that, that, was, that was a later show. Because I don't think they had returned yet. That's awesome. It, I think it was that WrestleMania, like, where they returned. Yeah, I think they returned what's, that Mania. Yeah. Because Balor was supposed to be at that show when Kevin Owens won. Because Balor had to give it up. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's right. right. That's where Balor had gotten was, injured. Because yeah. I was mad, I bought tickets to see Balor, and he wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah, my wife, uh, her basement floods anytime you talk about Balor. <laughs> hey, we took a picture of me with the sign "Pop" in front of the flooding sign. That's right. Yeah, we. I, I went with her when we were just friends and not dating to uh, him doing a signing at the freaking Pasadena Walmart on Fairmont, and because yeah. uh, I'm committed to the cause, man. When I like a girl, I will go stand in line with her to meet another hot guy. So. What we did was <laughs> they had us snaking through the aisles behind the jewelry section of Walmart. Friends and, you know, exactly. Uh, dude, hey, look at me now. I'm winning, right? So that is true. <laughs> That's right, Balor. I won, you piece of shit. Yeah. 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 You, you take a 12 pack and get the road. Go back to the, go back to your island, you potato potato eating bastard. Yeah, no, um 12 pack son of a bitch. Yeah, eight twelve pack eighteen. That you're gonna you're gonna pull like a, what is it a basketball like? Go back to your millions of dollars in in your mansion <laughs> in your Victoria Silsis. No, playmate of the year. Of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go back to your five thousand dollar Lego collection, you son of a bitch, Valor. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, it was very fortuitous. Um, I uh, I had drawn a sketch card of uh. Balor, it was like ha- uh, half demon Balor, half regular Balor, and I put it on like Instagram, and everybody uh-huh. was like, "Hey man, nice Randy Orton sketch," and I'm like, "Oh, womp womp." So wow. everybody just thought it was Randy Orton. It wasn't my best outing, but I was excited because I wanted to give it to him. And I was like, you know, I'm an yeah. artist, man. I want to, I want to give him something cool. I wouldn't would assume he kept it or threw it away, whatever. But she got her Finn Balor Chase Pop signed, and we were both like marking out as we walked away from the table. And there was legitimately a Piso Majato wet floor sign. I was like, oh, photo op. And so she took a picture of their sign pop right by the the wet floor sign. Go figure. He (laughs) recognized your card, remember? He recognized Oh, that's right. Yeah, he had seen it online because I had tagged him on it. And he was like, oh, I I recognize this. I don't don't do it. Whatever. I'm not the accent guy. That's another podcast that you're on that does all that shit. I. It was it was it was a pretty cool moment. Uh, I really yeah. enjoyed woo bombs. I kept setting off woo bombs in Walmart and Pasadena while people were waiting patiently. You'd be like, "Woo!" Uh, and then like three hours like down, ninety-seven Whoa! other people do it. Yeah, yeah. Hey man, oh. you gotta take your little wins where you can get them. Like it was a very boring wait, but you know we're all wrestling fans, so you had to yeah. do something. Well, at least yeah. you were indoors. When I met Becky Lynch, I had to like wait outside. Oh, like in how was that weather since oh. from like I think I got there at like 4.30 in the morning Jesus, Jesus. man Jeez. right and I barely got into like 
I was one of like the last like two or three groups to get what? in there. We were the last ones for Balor. Yeah, we were yeah. one of the last ones for Balor. Yep. And I was there for wow. five hours. Gosh. Uh, I got a I got a sunburn meaning Caitlin. That's crazy. Outside. Wait, who? Caitlin. Who, who? Who's are Caitlin? you? The bottom day right? she won the Divas. Yeah, bottom right. <laughs> bottom right. <laughs> I did it. I did. I, I feel like I'm part of the family now. Y'all go ahead and have me on the podcast. It's fine. Celeste Bonin, you mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, rest in peace, right? No, she's still alive. No, oh. that's actually Mazzara. Oh, yeah, I'm I think sorry. Celeste My Bonin bad. lives in Houston. Yeah, she lives in Houston. Right? Yeah, she lives she in has Houston. like an athletic company, athletic wear company. That's awesome. Yeah, that probably. Awesome. It's probably right next to the Zoni Erotica off of Beltway. So, who knows? <laughs> who knows with that? Next to Cindy's boutique. <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's next to a Cindy's. <laughs> this uh, is all, welcome to the Houston porn shop talk. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we're just throwing shade out there towards Celeste Bond and oh, I mean, aka uh, Caitlin. Oh, yeah, I can't remember whatever. her last name. And look, let's be honest, okay? Uh, as wrestling marks. We we talk about who's hot, who's not, whatever. Every every chick that's been a wrestler, uh, who's been hot, that's been on TV, in, in these made up scenarios, we're like, would you? Uh, it's more like, would she? Right? Let's be honest. With For ourselves. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not you're like not we're a part of the equation. Not at all. Like you not know, it's all. funny. Like I enjoy y'all's podcasts and everything. And it's funny. Like when like you know, uh, did we lose Hamilton? I, I think we no. lost Hamilton. See what happened when you talk about Caitlin? Like, See what happened when you when you, uh, sh- when you shaded Caitlin? He left. He left. He just couldn't deal with it. He's like, absolutely. He couldn't not. deal with he he could not deal with you slamming Caitlin. Uh-oh. And then he's like, oh, he's <laughs> back. He's I don't back. like the the web browser just like crashed. Oh man. Oh no, I I've told Nicole, it's funny, like there would be times where like y'all were like, um, you know, the F Mary kill or whatever. It's like, okay, it's good to think that we can all sit here and, and have our pick. Of who we think we, you know, what I mean, but like, right, for sure, we'll take any bonus thrown to us. Let's all be real about it, right? Like, if I met Sasha Banks, I wouldn't be like, "Hey, I got to ask to fuck Mary Kill, and you were my Mary." <laughs> like, I'm sure she wouldn't be like, "Yes, I do. Let's go." <laughs> you know, well, I mean, if, if I met if I met Sasha Banks, I'd be like, "Yo, kid, or Taco Bell." So, but that's but and that kind of ages more. me. And and furthermore. Like let's 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 go to the other side of the spectrum. If you're locked in a room with Nia Jax, one, you don't really have a choice because she's gonna beat the shit out of you. And she's gonna take your hole to town. Wait, 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 dude, wait, did you say beat or eat? Both. I don't know, man. Both. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Either way. Yes. 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 Because at the end of the day, we're t shirt black t shirt mafia and we wanna have a story. Yes. And what a story that would be. <laughs> The time that, that Nia Jax took me to task. <laughs> Do you have a choice? You if don't. he had a poncho's buffet for no. you. No. Yeah, you can sit here and be like, uh, whatever the button was for the Alistair back. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> you're going to do it. Come on. You're going to do it. Because if nothing yeah. else, it's a story. You're yeah. like, the time I banged Nia Jax. Yeah. It's a story. Yourself. Exactly. So I, I just think it's funny. Like I, I always find it very humorous where it's like that Mary kill. I'm like, okay, right, right. Yeah. yeah. We would all do it. You know, whatever. <laughs> right. We definitely would. We talk a big game, but we fold faster than Superman on laundry day. 
There you go. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. It's true. It's true. So, Eric, I got to um, ask you. You talk about wrestling. You watch wrestling. We, mm-hmm. but you actually were a wrestler for a long time as well, too. So, that's, how did you get right. in? How did you get into Doomsday? Like, what happened to get you on the roster? And what happened for you to be the champion? I mean, yeah, you what was and- your contract like, man? What, what, uh, what was the guaranteed money? <laughs> I was rolling, Four hot dogs in a diet coke. I was coke. rolling in dough, unlimited Play-Doh. cocaine backstage, you know, the usual. <laughs> Dude, doing uh, cocaine off of Houston hookers' asses? I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would do mine off of like, a nice spiral ham. You know, there you go. Sure. A rum ham. A rum ham? Yeah. Rum ham. <laughs> and can I offer you some cocaine off this rum ham in this trying time? Right. <laughs> um, so I – there's a, a friend of my wife's well, – you know, he's my friend now, but he, he knew my wife before he knew me. And um, we were at a bar one day. We were just talking, and, uh, like, wrestling came up. I don't know how. And he's like, oh, have you been to uh, Doomsday Wrestling? I'm like, no, what's that? He's like, oh, it's like this wrestling comedy show. Like, um, you know, a guy I've known forever, I went to high school with, does it. And um, yeah, if you want to go, we'll, we'll, you know, it's at Fitzgerald's, Mm -hmm. I think like in a week or two. I was like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's check it out. And so we went and uh, I had a a blast. I just... It, it was such a, it was the steel cage. I think it was Doomsday 9. And uh, they did like a steel cage match, which meant they got like portable fencing. Yeah. <laughs> just put it around the ring. And it was, it was phenomenal. And uh, so afterwards, uh, Greg had a party at his house. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I ended up going to that and uh, just ended up talking to him. And uh, I was like, yeah, man, the shows, it was so great. I'm a huge wrestling fan. And he was like, hey, you know, we're always looking for new people and new characters. And, uh, you know, if you're available, just give me your info. And uh, once I get the next show going, you know, I I can see what characters I need. And if I'm going to do anyone new and I can let you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's awesome. Yeah, so uh, so the next show started happening, and he's like, okay, yeah, I need, like, a character to do this. I need a character to do this. I need uh, someone to be Beefy Joe, which is, like, this butcher wrestler. I was like, yeah, I mean, that, that would work. And that was actually supposed to be a tag team. Uh, Beefy Joe uh. and Meaty Mike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Go on. Yeah. So, uh, and then uh, they just ended up making it a singles wrestler. And uh, I was oh. supposed to be a heel because, you know, who doesn't hate a butcher? And yeah. uh, by, like, my third show, I was just, like, getting over a lot with the crowd. You know, yeah, that's awesome, uh, man. That's true. You know, like, uh, one thing I've always learned with uh, – with you know performing whether it's doing wrestling or doing karaoke or whatever people love to feel like they're involved Mm -hmm. yes so if you can do something that gets the crowd involved then you're golden you know which is you know seamus used to do the thing 
where he put you on the outside of the rope and beat you with the his fist. And he'd yeah. do it quick. I'm like, well, I could do this with the sausage. And I would do it so that people would get to count. Yeah. Yes. You know, because who doesn't love to fucking count to 10? Right. And, uh, <laughs> it's a staple of wrestling uh, lore. Yeah. And so uh, it took me a few shows till I actually got my finisher. Um, I think I, I happened to be watching ECW and Sandman did the white Russian leg sweep. Yeah. And I was like, I bet if I use the sausage as a kendo stick, this would work. <laughs> and because like I didn't have a finisher because I hadn't won a match. Uh-huh. So I was kind of uh... like uh, Kurt Hawkins in that ass. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, well, I need a finisher. And uh, yeah, that's how uh, my finisher, the Rack Slam, came. That's awesome. And, uh, I did Doomsday for for a while. Did yeah. a few shows. Um, you know, winning the title, it's you know, it's a story. You know, the that's what the the script called for. You know, I'm sure me being over with the crowd, you know, really helped a yeah. lot. You know, because. The motto is always send the fans home happy, you know. That's true. Exactly. So, you know, I think uh when I won it was it was a pretty big deal. Everyone was was super excited in the audience. Um I really made my wife upset that that show though, because she didn't know I was gonna go through a table oh, until man. we saw the show. You McFoley her. <laughs> yeah, basically. And she's like, why don't you not do that again? <laughs> and uh, You but, don't understand. You know, it's for the fans. Right. You know, it, it was what it was. It it didn't kill me. It didn't hurt, you know. So, um, so yeah. You know, just. So, so I, I got to ask, I, is she the reason why uh, you had your last stand? No. Uh, so, I was. I wasn't in a show. So, I went mm-hmm. to go see it. Yeah. And um, I forget what their tag team name was. Uh, it was the two rocker chicks. Oh, oh okay. I, oh, I remember I remember their name. Was I, it I, Call I, of the Wild? No. Sounds fr- no. Something wild. It was something wild. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. And um, so uh, I was watching the show, and they had a match. And one of them jumped off the second turnbuckle and it looked like she landed fine but she basically like blew out her knee oh geez yeah so i'm like holy shit you know because i had had a i had had a a close i I, i'm always you know pretty safe by you know i try to always work with people who are safe and really yeah drive that point in that we you know this is a hobby. We're we're not we're not gonna make it to the WWE or anything. Yeah, no, this isn't yeah. a tryout for the big leagues. Like yeah, this is this is performance art. Yeah, you know, this is yeah. theater, high impact theater. Um, and uh, we were doing a rehearsal for a match, and what I was gonna do is I was gonna hit the ropes, jump over the person on the mat. And uh, come back and do kind of like an elbow drop. Yeah. And so we go to rehearse it. And, you know, I always love the, the, the phrase, 
Stone Cold says. They were greener as goose shit. Like, I don't even think they'd ever watch wrestling. Oh, okay. And they oh just they really had no idea what they're doing. And I go to jump over them. Mm-hmm. And they fetal position, but like up. And yeah. basically I trip midair. And if I hadn't thrown my arm out, I would have hit my neck on the ropes. Jesus Christ. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Like, luckily I just, you know, I had like a bruise here. But, you know, like I started thinking, I'm like, man, you know. That was a simple move, and you know that's her knee. You know, like yeah, that sucks. It you know I do moves off the second rope, and so uh, you know I was I was doing the podcast, uh, just kind of getting into it at the time, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, we're doing doomsday rehearsals on Thursday. We're doing podcast, you know, two days a week. You know, it's just like I'm exhausted. It's killing yeah. me. And so I opted to uh, leave Doomsday, uh, you know, the one that presented less of a chance of physical injury. Yes. You know. Right. And, uh, you know, I do I miss it? For sure. You know, uh-huh. it's, it was always an adre- adrenaline rush, you know, when you go through the go through the curtain. You yeah. know, no performer is ever lying when they say that. <laughs> you know, there's something about hearing your music hit. And don't get me wrong, I hated my music. I came out to <laughs> Yakety Yak. Yeah, I never understood the reference. What? I was never a fan of that song. Um, but it worked for the character, you know. It's yeah. it, it was what it was. But when that music would hit, like people would lose their shit. Yeah, you know, they would. and it was like, they man, would. like that's like freaking crazy. And you know, I still kind of get that, like. You know, I we've gone out of town to go see wrestling shows before. And, you know, it's like you're in New York and someone comes up to you and they're like, oh, man, I'm such a big fan of your show. And it's like, that's insane because you live like on the other side of the country. That is, awesome. you know, it's yeah. like it's like when we had um, uh, there's a guy from uh, from like uh, uh, Dubai. And he's like, yeah, I'm a huge fan of your show. And it's like, like this, this is so weird that it's yeah. out that much, you know? Yeah. How could you even fathom that? That's, that's insane. You would never have guessed. Right. So, I mean, in short, I, I'll always have to feed my ego. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I'm trying to do it less physically these days. You yeah. Know? So and, instead of working know, for the pop, you're working for the Patreon. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, <laughs> you know, I, I don't think my knees were going to blow out or anything, you know, I, mm-hmm. but you know, it's just, it's something you don't want to risk, you know? Okay. You don't, man. Yeah. I was, I was worried about you getting some, uh, some sort of injury when you and Josh had that run in man, because it's definitely not a work. I know that for a fact, you guys would uh, go toe to toe in a, uh, a hell in a cell match at hell in the cell. If you could, but yeah, I think he's too scared to come against you. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. face so, me, uh, y'all could have a qualifying match to see yep. if y'all can get in the hell in the cell, at hell in the cell. Yeah. We have to qualify to get in the cell, first of all. Exactly. <laughs> You're not going to want to yeah. miss that match. Yeah. No, and that's going to require a whole tournament for two right. months. Just us. That's yep. it? Yeah, yeah. man, two-man tournament. Yeah, best right. of seven. <laughs> I can't yep. wait. I can't wait. <laughs> exactly. 
But uh, <laughs> I, I will say that that I was at your final show. I was uh-huh. in attendance. Uh, it was sad to see you go or to see the, the, to see that come to an end. Right. But that was a hell of a show. That was a hell of a show. It was. Um, I uh, I got together with Greg and a uh, uh, guy Paul. He played the the genie character. Yes. And uh, yeah. Greg kind of had like a rough outline for the show, and uh, I think it was Paul who had the idea of going back to the very beginning at the end. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know? And uh, it was really fun for me because. I kind of got to play heel and face in the same show. Mm-hmm. Double turn. I, uh, wow. Right. Exactly. Very like, rare. I out, I'm a yeah. huge face. And then like, I, I become greedy and get the title and just become a dick. And then I turn face again, you know, and you know, lose the title. And yeah, you know, it, it, it was a lot of fun. And uh, I, um, I kind of had to say in like who, who I wrestled. Because I'd never wrestled Eddie, which I always wanted yeah. to. Eddie's and, uh, good. I'd never Eddie wrestled, good. wrestled Chablis. Okay. And uh, that was a lot of fun. And then I've wrestled Ryan, like, so many times. You know, it's like <laughs> I, I kind of couldn't go out without having him in uh-huh. a match. Okay. Um, I, I really wanted the Bazanos. I wanted to fight the Bunny Boys. I thought that would have been good. <laughs> but yeah. I just couldn't get it to work with the scheduling for them. Okay. Uh, you know what sucks yeah, for I me? Mean, I never got to, I never got the pleasure of seeing you wrestle, and I never got the pleasure of seeing the Bunny Boys live. I, I, really? My first, yeah, my first Doomsday show was at that square downtown, that little park by the Market Square. Yeah, Green, by my office. Market Square, yeah. yeah. Yes. And Joe um, was the rich Dallas guy. He was Joe the rich was Dallas guy. Joe was. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Chris, yeah. you also came to a Sigma, the Sigma Brewing Company one that that we're at. Was that my first one or was that the second yeah, one? That was that was your first one because you saw the was the the creamy boys got hung himself with the balloons with the balloon. I thought that was yeah. my second show. Yeah, okay. no, that was your first one. Well, I think it's only two I've been to actually. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I took you to one. You yeah, didn't but, go to wait. Did he go to Comic Palooza one? He was where I met you. No, no I actually no, Chris was working at Comic Palooza. He wasn't. No, but I met able him. To the show. That's how I, I met was, my wife. I was trying to get Greg. To start the show because it was on an time. hour late. On time, and yeah. That's why I blew off Chris because I was trying to get him to start. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, uh, yeah, uh, man, I lost out big time. Well, I guess I guess kayfabe is dead right here, but uh, <laughs> um, all, all through comic, all through my my tour of running sports at Comic Palooza, Greg has never gone on time. No, and it that is why. That is why I always put Greg's show last in the sports hall is because he's never on time. But so I'll put the him. Crowd. He, he, he would have the biggest crowd. He would have the biggest yeah, crowd. That's crazy. And he could start whenever he wanted to start and he could go as long as he wanted to go because I'll put it on my last because he never started yeah. on time. That was, that was pretty mind blowing that we had a bigger crowd than NWA. Yes. That's insane to me, dude. That's, that's really awesome. Right. I, the two shows I went to, I really enjoyed. As a yeah, matter of fact, yeah. I never got to see you wrestle, but I do have one of your pins on one of my bags. So I went to the merch table, and they had a bunch of little yes. buttons or whatever. The magnets like, buttons. Yeah, I was like, Beefy Joe. I was like, I'll take this. And it just turns out that was you. I was like, all right, sweet, man. Awesome. <laughs> now, I'll, I'll say this. For my tenure of doing the Sports Hall at Comcluza, 
Doomsday has always had a bigger crowd than the professional wrestling shows that we've had. The only wow. time, the only time it was ever rivaled, the only time it was ever rivaled was whenever um, NWA had Steiner on their show. That was the only time that the professional wrestling rivaled Doomsday's turnout. That was it. Well, I have and, to ask you, are you sure? It because of Steiner. Doom- it took Steiner to come in to rival Doomsday. Well, Steiner math, man. Are you sure that's a correct number? Or did you get it right? Did you get the right uh, percentage on that? I had to take added, Steiner uh, right on titles. No, no, no. <laughs> no, uh, ROW had a good turnout when they had a good turnout their Friday night when they had yeah. the uh, the Lockhart twins yeah. do the Power Rangers shirt switch. That show, they had a good turnout. They did. Not going to take it that away. But whenever they moved Doomsday to the back corner of the sports hall, and it was you had uh, two sides of the ring uh, where people could stand or sit. The turnout was better. It was just a big turn. It was a better turnout. So while ROW that di- that day before had three fourths of the ring around to stand and watch, had a bigger area to stand and watch. Doomsday had people taking chairs for other events to go over <laughs> to Doomsday to watch it. <laughs> ROW. <laughs> Did, had empty spots here and there in their audience. So and the crowd was deep too. Yes, it, it went sideways and back. There were so many people. Yeah, man, I wish I would have. I wish I went and wa- yes. went, went and watched it. I so, think I was probably tired. I, I met. Yes. I met Nicole. She blew mm-hmm. me off, and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm tired. I'm going home. I think that's what happened. You yes. can blame Doomsday because so, I was trying to get them to start. So I, I'm not showing. I'm not. I'm not throwing shade at NBA. Not throwing shade at ROW. But Doomsday has always had the better turnout at the areas. And I think it's just because of the entertainment value that Doomsday brought. They were more fan interactive versus what professional wrestling was more. They're putting on their performance. Let them do their job. Doomsday is we're putting on their performance. But the crowd is the fifth man in the in the ring or the fifth man that contributes. The unspoken uh, cast member. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You have a guy running around with a toilet. <laughs> right. That, that was true. That's true as well. The, uh, you could say the crowd for a newsday was the X Pac of the group. It was just, you know. Oh, they, they didn't it care. Just, it was X Pac. They, they didn't care. Now, <laughs> now, 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 I will say that, you know, that Doomsday could not, could not compete with the roller derby girls. They could not compete with the roller derby. For some reason, right. people loved roller derby in the area. But yeah. for a strong second, Doomsday brought crowds. They had they always had a lot of crowds. So mm-hmm. big comments on that. For one year, and everybody wanted, wanted back. Yeah. Uh so yeah, like yeah, and since then I would always after Doomsday, after the final sports thing, I keep getting asked, A, where sports hall at? And B, is Doomsday gonna be there? I wasn't asked about NWA, I wasn't asked about ROW, I wasn't asked about any backyard wrestling thing. I was always asked about Doomsday. So yeah. damn, you know, I want to go to a doomsday show now. All the doomsday <laughs> talk. So hopefully they do one by my office again. Right. Well, Greg, I Greg posted something they'll that probably have one soon. Yeah, Greg posted them about working out the details like soon or something like that. Because Chris yeah. came out with a character at the show we went to, like a Cajun guy. I would do it, dude. I can't even <laughs> lie. I would legit like 
I, I did indie wrestling for a little bit. Uh, this would be a lot uh, more conducive to, uh, you know, the, mm-hmm. the like you said, the the, the the theatrical part of it is the more is the more right. the fun to me. Like uh, yeah. I would want to be a heel and I want to piss people off and I want to, you know, flip off babies <laughs> and shit like that. That's that's yeah. that's the fun. <laughs> that, that is I the mean, fun part. That is the yeah, fun part. Hands down. But. But yeah, uh, so is there anybody in Doomsday that you didn't get to work with that you really wanted to outside of Eddie? Because you said that you wanted to work with Eddie, and um, that didn't happen. And for those of you who don't know, Eddie is, or was, Twerkules, which was hilarious. <laughs> Twerkules. Yes. Twerkules. Mr. Cuddles in the show that I bought Yeah, in. Mr. Cuddles. Uh, uh, wow. Yeah. I, <laughs> oh, that's right, I yeah. I kind of, I think I got everyone mm-hmm. that, uh, that I wanted to wrestle. Did you get Cody? Yeah, I've been in a few times. Okay. Well, that's something yeah. we need to have on the podcast. Yeah, we need this to get top, Cody on top here. banana. Top banana. Yeah. He'll he'll probably yeah, be drunk off his of PBRs. Uh, he's definitely uh, one of the best heels that Doomsday had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I I really thought his care, and then when he got a manager too, like that was just <laughs> on the cake. Like oh he yeah, was good, so man. Good. he was good. The manager, yeah. uh, him in his highlighter jacket. It, it looks right. like he like marked a white jacket with a bunch of yellow highlighters. Yeah, it was for just... sure. <laughs> it's indie wrestling, Aaron. You gotta do what you gotta seen. do. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, it, yeah, it was great. It was it was really good. So, wow. Uh I can't really think of any any other questions because. He's kind of covered his whole Doomsday career and everything. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously Doomsday working for that led you to the podcast because of the Basanos and they're the Bunny Boys right. who yeah. they were hilarious in Doomsday. They're always funny to watch in Doomsday. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, the, and the podcast is great. So yeah, you know, what's wrong with wrestling is, is what's wrong with the wrestling is pretty much what everybody says when they watch Raw. And right. SmackDown, seriously, and superstars, yeah. and all of that. Y- y'all covered Nobody it on your recent. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what are you? Look, uh, y'all, y'all covered <laughs> right. that recently, man. When you talk about like being a devout listener, like I do, I really love the show, and I will. Y'all talk about how in your everyday life, like the the show just leaks over into every day. Like it'll be like, oh, so and so is looking for your. Did you see so and so? I'm like, who are you? Like I just. <laughs> I, I can't help right. it, man. I can't. I yeah. Shirt. Yeah. I, my, and as you know, and you point out on the podcast, this, which is funny because she got me that the your pizza shirt for my birthday, which I love. Yes. It's awesome. And I'm so like right now you see me sitting at my desk. You do. The listeners don't. But I'm sitting here working. I'm listening to the show. And it's like, oh, and we want to thank uh, you know Nicole Bacon for getting and I'm like, or Nicole Foreman. I'm like, wait, what? And she's over here <laughs> asleep in bed. I was like, spoilers. So I'm like, <laughs> I paused it. I went over. I was like, thanks for the t-shirt. And, you know, it was, <laughs> it was good, man. I really like yeah. that. It was awesome. I, I really feel like more people need to know about your podcast, especially wrestling fans. Uh, it's a tough time right now, man, because wrestling and being what it is, you right. and being that we're fans, you want more people to watch the program. You want people to see it. But then, you know, it's a catch-22. We want the it shows is. to be there. But then again, you want people to listen to your podcast because everything you guys say is right. It's like, 
you like, know, I see the past like year, like the th- the past year in the Thunderdome is kind of like a blessing and a curse. Like over the past year, it's gotten so bad, and being God. able to like get the word out there at shows again, mm-hmm. like for our podcast, like because I mean, you know, like you're gonna see a bad show. It's like almost yeah. a guarantee. You're not gonna God, get yes. the outcomes you want, you know. So I think. I think uh, over the next couple months, I'm really hoping that we can boost up our listeners uh, by giving out just a ton of cards because we'll be, you know, we got a show in Houston, the show in Fort Worth, and then uh, we're going to do the uh, the one in Vegas for SummerSlam. Yeah. What so. are the chances? I mean, I know we're on the tail end of all things uh, round one of COVID, um, but uh how do you guys feel about another live show in the near future? Is that even possible? Because I, I I didn't get to go to y'all's live show or anything. I'd like to, but I know the safety um, is a thing. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's definitely something we'd uh, we'd want to do. Um, it's like it's it it's something that we definitely have to plan out. I think with um, like with Money in the Bank, since we're just kind of going up there Sunday and then coming mm-hmm. back Monday. Like, we'll probably post, like, hey, we're going to be here after the show if you want to hang out. Um, but I think as far as another live show, most likely, unless, like, Royal Rumble is somewhere drivable. Yeah. Yeah. It'll probably Dallas. be when we go to Dallas for WrestleMania Oof, next yes, year. Yes, because we're, okay. go- we're going. Like, oh, yeah. We're, we're, not missing, go. we're not missing a mania in our damn backyard. Are you yeah, kidding we're, me? There's no way. Right. And, like, I, I think with it being in Dallas, it'll be easier to commute there. And, you know, I'll, I would want to go for at least, like, three or four days. Okay. You know, five if possible. Because that's definitely something we got to do is a live show while we're there. You know, kind of okay. get yeah, I think listeners be awesome from all over the place in one place. And I feel like y'all, y'all would miss an opportunity if you didn't do that. Yeah. Oh, for okay. sure. And we, and we had such a fun time doing the one in New York. Um, and then the one here before the rumble. So okay. it's definitely something that we're, uh, we're looking forward to doing again. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, trust me, man. Like I really feel like you guys have a great podcast and I definitely look forward to everybody hearing this show that doesn't know about you guys. Uh, I want them to be able to go check it out. So like, you know, if you got to run down stuff that they need to know, man, like tell them, tell them where to find you. Yeah. Plug your, plug your stuff oh. right now. Yeah, uh, so we're uh, we're basically anywhere you get your podcasts: Apple Podcasts, Podbean, uh, I guess Android Podcasts. I'm yeah. not sure how Androids do their thing. Stitcher, Stitcher. Yeah, uh, we're even on Spotify. Uh, you can find us there. Um, there's always YouTube. What's wrong with wrestling? Uh, we've got some T-shirts of our podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, com slash what's wrong with wrestling. Uh, if you like our show, we got Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash what's wrong with wrestling, get bonus mm-hmm. content. And, uh, yeah, you know, if, uh, yeah. if you hate wrestling as much, if you're hate watching <laughs> wrestling, like so yep. many of us are, uh, definitely check us out. You know, hopefully uh, we can win you over with our soundboard antics. <laughs> So and just your natural charm. Yeah. Yeah. So, that too. <laughs> uh, so normally during the show, we, we do, we do kind of a thing where we ask the, the guests, you know, we, we have like a, like a, what do you call it? Uh, God damn. I can't think of the, the word, the, the Mount Rushmore of a certain topic. 
Okay. And we've done wrestling and we've done wrestling before. Right. And for you, I was thinking, what's your Mount Rushmore of the show of the music shows that you've seen live? What is your top four Ooh. musical concerts that you've attended? That is your Mount Rushmore. Oh man. Uh, let's see. Um, so I gotta say one of them, um, last time offspring came here for buzz fest. Yes. Um, actually I had tickets. Ooh, and, nice. uh, so I was right on the rail the whole time, right in front of noodles, uh, <laughs> you know, and cage the elephant played that show too. That was freaking amazing, but the offspring really killed it. So that, that would definitely be on there. Um, Elton John, I saw him in Toyota Center a few years ago. Okay. Uh, my mom's a huge Elton John fan, so I grew up on Elton John. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I definitely had to go see him. It, it was a great show. Uh, there was a kind of like a sad moment. He's like, yeah, you know, I've been playing a whole bunch of hits. I want to play you something from my new album. And, like, everyone got up to go to the bathroom and go get a drink. <laughs> oh, you're like, God. Oh, Jeez, oh, man, not immune nice. to that at all. No matter how big a star you are, I guess. Wow, Good grief for sure. Uh, and <laughs> oh, then um, so a few years ago, I saw Paul McCartney at ACL. Okay. Um, oh wow. Yeah, I mean, seeing a Beatle, you know, he uh, he played uh, "Hey Jude," and I had like fucking goosebumps the whole time. It was it was insane. That's bad. Uh, and. Uh, I think my fourth would be um, Newfound Glory uh, with uh, Hello Goodbye and Saves the Day. Uh, Mm -hmm. So this was at Warehouse Live. And it was supposed to be in the ballroom, but they moved it to the studio because I guess not a ton of tickets sold. So I was right there. You know, the the studio has like that one foot high stage. Yeah. So it's like the whole it was like right in my face. <laughs> Holy the wall, crap. You could touch both, both walls with your arms. Yeah, basically. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, it, it was like I didn't even like go get a beer or anything because I didn't want to leave that spot. I, I stayed there the whole like everyone set and mm-hmm. uh, I, had a, I had a freaking blast. It was amazing. That's awesome. Chris. Yeah. What's your Mount, what's your Mount Rushmore of uh, performances you've seen live? Oh, man. Um I'm going to have to say um, Slipknot was definitely high up there for me. Uh, I've always been a big Slipknot fan since I was a teen and I was angsty mm-hmm. and mad at the world. Um, Wait, and, okay, okay, is this Slipknot by, by themselves or is this Not Fest? This was Not Fest, yeah. Okay. Because I had you never seen there. them before. And, uh, you were there, Eric. Yeah, I was yeah. there. I was there. Um, I mean, just, I mean, enthralled by the idea. I mean, because it's just, you know, it's Slipknot. I mean, if, if either you're a fan or you're not, you like them or you don't. And mm-hmm. uh, I think Corey Taylor is a pretty good uh, vocalist and definitely has some good lyrics and stuff. I like Stone Sour. A lot of people don't. A lot, yeah. a lot of people were torn torn on Stone Sour, but I really like that band as well. Yeah. Uh, so that was definitely a big one for me. I uh, I really enjoyed um, uh, Hate Breed at a uh, Engine okay. Room back in the day when that was a thing. I don't think God, it's. I don't I think it's called engine room so much, <laughs> right? 
Yeah, Dude, I saw so many room. good shows there. Yes, yes. I, I it was one of my favorite venues. Uh, I used "I Will Be Heard" as my interest music on the Indies. That was my uh, that was my music. So I was like, <laughs> you know, I was I was a heel man. People like being pissed off at me, and then the old white rednecks that had to listen to Hatebreed on the way down the ring. Are you kidding me? I was public enemy number one. Right. Uh, um, but no, nah, man. That that show in particular was funny because I was probably. God, when did that song come out? I will be heard. What, 2005, 2006? Early 2000s. Early 2000s. Yeah, so the way the engine room was, and Hamilton knows this, that they had that giant pillar that was kind of like in the middle of the room. Yes. Uh-huh. Right? I was yeah. around that pillar when that concert was going on. I love you, my wife, but there was a really hot chick in front of me <laughs> that was throwing bows and shit, you know, as you do. She does, yeah. She was hot and sweaty. It was insanely <laughs> stuffy in that room. She like, oh God. dude. She saw me because I'm a, I'm six foot two, and I was you know at this time I was you know four years out of high school, five years out of high school. I played football. I was pretty you know pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. And she saw me as a challenge, and she was like, "Come on, motherfucker!" and like slammed me on the chest, and I was like, ah, "I'm not hitting a chick or whatever." And so like. She's like, why are you a pussy? And like elbowed me in the sh- in the in the chest. And I was like, okay. And so like I Rick Flair chopped her <laughs> on the boobs. And it was like, she like, you know, it was like she was into it. It was weird. It was like you know, some uh BDSM type shit. It was like right. this chick, we just we bonded over violence and music, and it was fun. <laughs> and I can't sit here and lie and say I didn't enjoy myself. It was quite the experience. So that was another one that was really Okay. So I don't know if I'm I'm more into that or just the fact that a girl hit me, but it was awesome. So that would be on my Mount Rushmore <laughs> concert. Tits for bacon, FYI. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wasn't listening. I was typing. <laughs> Violence in the future. <laughs> uh, so that's number two. Um, God, dude, I've been to so many concerts in my life. Um, third, oddly enough, the third one would probably go. I'm probably gonna have to say. I really enjoyed um, Brooks and Dunn at the at the uh, at the uh, rodeo, and yeah, that's okay. because you know we all we're all rocker kids and everything, but also our parents were huge rednecks, and so at least right. mine were, and so I was raised up <laughs> on a lot of country. You know what I mean? Okay. And you know this was the '90s, and so it was the '90s country boom. Uh, mm-hmm. So you had your boot scooting buggies and your you know thunders rollins and your you know whose bed have your yeah. boots been under? It was a whole yeah. thing. So Yeah, everyone loved Garth Brooks back in the day. Holy Literally shit, what a everybody. rock star. Good yeah. God. I, I do even still like if a, a Garth Brooks comes if I hear a Garth Brooks song on the radio, I'm gonna turn it up because you don't hear it like you used to. Like they used to play the shit all the time back in the day, and now he's not, you know, now it's all like, you know, this hip hop bullshit country, whatever the hell this is right. supposed to be hip-hop now. Country. Yeah. Hot garbage. But then again I'm yeah. old, right? So I just don't get it. Uh you know, the future is now, old man. Whatever. <laughs> so, but I think my number one concert, man, and and I'll explain. Uh, it was at the Southern Star Amphitheater at Astroworld. <laughs> so, do we remember the Southern Star Amphitheater, gentlemen? Yes. Oh yeah, I remember that? It was it was the uh, the precursor to the Woodlands. It was the the hill before the hill. Um, yeah. My dad. Uh, I was. I'm still a huge Ninja Turtle fan. The Coming Out of Our Shell tour came to the <laughs> Southern Star Amphitheater 
Hell yeah. Dude, I shit you not. <laughs> I lost it. I, it was on TV. It was like uh, pe- presented by Pepsi and Pizza Hut. Uh, coming out of our shell tour. Yeah. I couldn't help it. And my dad saw me watch it on TV. And I was like, dad, I need this in my life. My dad took me. We had season passes. Who the fuck didn't have season passes? So yeah, we right. went. Uh, one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. The turtles. I mean, they looked awful. You look at it now. The, the costumes were awful. Mm-hmm. But as a 13-year-old kid or a 12-year-old kid, you're like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Dude, uh, uh, pizza power, flying high into the night. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have been demonetized. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. No, I. they were throwing out foam pizzas. Like foam pizzas into the crowd. I really? know. Your face says it all. Yep. The listeners don't know, but you know. I told my dad, please grab me a pizza. He he the, he didn't grab me a pizza. That's okay. <laughs> I still eat pizza. I still enjoy it. I still love my father. Yeah. We worked through it. <laughs> it was it was one of the coolest things ever, man, because like there was a uh, they fought Shredder on stage and like, you know, it was just a whole thing. Did they fight so, him or like dance fight him? With a dance off, it, it was a choreographed ass whooping, for sure. Okay, kind of like wrestling. Yeah. So it all kind of comes back, you know. Um, right, right. Yeah, yeah. But no, it was one of the greatest things ever. And then like NECA recently put out those uh, Rockstar Turtle action figures, uh, like yes. last year, a four pack, and I was I shit myself, uh, you know, mentally. So I had to have that. And uh, so yeah, that was probably my and that's it's all nostalgia feels, but you'll never have that again. There'll never be another coming out of our shell tour. Unfortunately. No, uh, I think there should be, but what yeah. do I know? So yeah. What about you, Aaron? All right. First one, uh, just because this, this was kind of the first big concert I went to, uh, project revolution, 2008. Ooh, I was at that concert. Headline, headline by Lincoln park and Chris Cornell. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, that's the right. best part, the best part was, Chris Chris Cornell's performing uh the um that one song uh uh and you can't not, it's like something like and you can't teach that or uh it was, it was one of his ballads and okay. Chester Bennington comes out and sings with him That's awesome. Nice. Fast forward to Lingham Park's performance and they're singing Crawling and Chris oh, Cornell wow. comes out That's singing right. Crawling and from yeah. Beginning to end, I mean, because we got we got to that show like at around eleven thirty in the morning, and we were just camped the entire day, just watching bands set up and performing and all of that, and uh, just an amazing just show up and down. That was great. Yes. So next up, uh, Guns and Roses Once in a Lifetime Tour twenty sixteen. Oh uh, wow! Who would have ever thought that they would see Axe and Sl- uh, Axl Rose and Slash? Sharing a stage, not fighting on stage, and Axl Rose keep his composure when something malfunctions during the show, and him not beat somebody up. Right. Yeah. Never thought I would see that. <laughs> Never thought he probably I would have. Probably would have had a stroke if he'd done it. No, the piano broke during his performance, and he, he hit the key. He stopped. He looked back at the uh, at the uh, the the roadies backstage, and he's like, "What the fuck, man." Nice. And so they, they they quickly come out there. The the guy's like tuning it up, and the guy and the Axel goes. Axel goes, "Hey, 
y'all are in for a treat. Normally, I would kick this chair out of the way and start fighting somebody. Just YouTube it. I'm not doing that right now. He took a deep breath. They fixed the piano, and he continued singing November Rain. Amazing. Amazing show. He didn't beat somebody up. Didn't go to jail that night. Nice. Uh, I've got to say, next one. I've probably the second time I saw Alice Cooper. And I say the second time because the first time I saw him, he was opening for one of the most boring bands alive today, Deep Purple. This one. <laughs> oh, I was there. <laughs> yeah, I know. We, yeah, we were falling single on the hill. We were passing yeah. out on the hill. Um, yeah, the singer had to go her. sit down mid song. <laughs> he did. Oh, man. But uh, seeing Alice Cooper live uh, as the headliner with Nita Strauss coming out there yeah. performing, amazing. He puts on a performance. Alice Cooper will probably perform until he's like, you know, dead, reanimated, died again. Now he's a running zombie, died. Now he's a slow moving zombie. He'll still perform. That's but just he puts on a, He puts on a performance, an amazing performance. And I love that. He really and does. to, oh, my fourth one is kind of tough. It's kind of tough. Um, but I'm going to go Holden. with, nah. Man, fuck my Walton. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Offspring and Sublime. Uh, no, Offspring and 311, 2017 show. Um, the reason for that, this was the first time that Dexter came out and performed "Gone Away" on the piano. He did oh, it. Wow! Wow! He he, he 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 did it the uh, like the uh, the more uh, emotional way instead of you know the rock version of it, which yeah. eventually winded up on the newest album. He did that, which was followed by 311, which I love 311. Sober, not full of oregano and smoke in the air. Uh, <laughs> it was just a great show. It was just a really yeah. good show from start to finish. The only complaint about that show I have is that the Dirty Heads were there. Could care less about for the Dirty Heads. But uh, Offspring rocking it out, followed by a very mellowed out 311 that also rocked, was a great show. So, yeah. And seeing Dexter perform Gone Away on the piano was really cool to see because that was completely different. Wasn't expecting that at all during the show. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. It is. Oh, uh, what about, I, hold on, what about Nicole's though? Yeah, I saw her, I see her notes. Is she going to talk off screen or she just wants us to read the, her notes? I can talk off. She okay. can talk off. Go. So my this first is, one. This is our show. This is our daily bacon bits. Here we go. Bacon bits, uh, yeah, I like that. My, my first one is um, Rock the Bayou. It was what I spent my first paycheck on, and it was a four-day 80s glam metal festival, and it was also Janie Lane's last show with uh, Warren. Uh, they kicked him out right when they got off stage, and then he died, like, the next year. Uh but it was like Sammy Hagar, Brett Michaels, Twisted Sister, and hair and makeup. Uh, and D. Schneider was like, "We have our whole band. Why are we opening up for Brett Michaels? He's band's not even here." <laughs> uh, Queens Reich, Alice Cooper, Lita Ford, everybody. Faster Pussycat was late. Skid Row. Like, <laughs> it was amazing. And we actually got upgraded. And my uncle's on YouTube watching this guy fall over the barricades and take out a whole row of chairs. 
<laughs> that was 2008, and it was on the grounds of Astroworld. Wow. Oh, oh, wow. Rest in peace. It was, it was great. And my uncle has Sad a face. bootleg shirt that lasted longer than my actual merch shirt. <laughs> and wow. there was a hurricane coming, too. So you can wow. see the hurricane cloud. It was fun. Uh, my awesome. second one is Phil Collins. That was the last show before COVID. And oh, wow, yeah. he sat down the entire time. So y'all were talking about um, whoever sat down. He was sitting down the entire time. Uh, my husband's opening food. But it was amazing. <laughs> he was so good. Uh, my third is it's ghost. So it's either an evening with <laughs> it's either an evening with ghosts, which was no opener, two hours of just ghosts, and they played almost the entire new album before it came out mm -hmm. and it was like the week before we started dating and we snuck onto the floor and everything or my second <laughs> show i was front row i love you i was front row for ghost and like papa was like he kept coming over and like shaking my hand and i got amazing pictures and my fourth one is Alice Cooper and Motley Crue. Uh, nice. I was five rows from the front. That's awesome. That's you awesome. and your Nutri-Grain bar. You gave me those Nutri-Grain bar. You don't like strawberries. <laughs> okay. no, Motley Crue and Alice Cooper. Um, that was, uh, I've seen Motley Crue five times. And we might go to the um, Def Leppard show. Because I've never seen Def Leppard. It's like the one 80s band I've never seen. But, uh, like, Alice Cooper is always amazing. So I'm at the Rock the Bayou. I was like, he threw, I, he threw beads at me, and I caught him during Million Dollar Baby. Um, he threw beads at you? Yeah, eccentric rich scent. Uh, Cindy was there. You show, me your, you show me your tits? No, I was in the makeup. Oh. Oh. No, I had the makeup, and um, he pointed at me through the beads. Some chick tried to take my beads, so I smacked her, and I grabbed them from her. You smacked her with your tits? No. <laughs> I actually assaulted a person. At an Those are my beads, bitch. <laughs> no, I assaulted a person. I was like, these are my beads. Okay. <laughs> I still have them, too. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay, yes. Yeah, so I that... have a lot of stories from concerts that like, that that took a twist that i was not expecting a titty twist of that yeah i ended up in cosmo because of a steel panther concert i thought that, again that was a different twist i was expecting for that magazine <laughs> ending too so wasn't it was expecting Austin. that <laughs> you're not helping yourself like gave not, me free tickets you're not helping yourself with these story endings so <laughs> that was a funny story though i met steel panther <laughs> Gave their manager my number, flirted with him, Again. got free tickets, and then ghosted him. Again, wow! Not <laughs> oh, and I took shots with the with sticks. Okay, the first thing that comes to mind for me is going back to college. Chappelle's show. Yeah, you, you, yeah, in college. So <laughs> wrap it up, B, show, wrap it up. No, no, Chappelle show where he goes. Uh, uh, biggest thing I ever made was having sex with a gangbang here without a rubber. <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> I 
know that. I I would assume you didn't. You were a woman Dangerous of high moral fiber. For that show. Dangerous Toys is awesome. Dangerous Toys? It's an 80s band from Austin. Oh, sure. Yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> I bet it you, is. <laughs> you know how my family is. I bet it is. Okay. Okay, this has took a turn for something else. Okay. Hey, it was funny. I ended up in Cosmo. Yeah. I... <laughs> ah. Dear Penthouse, this happened to me today. This right. band called Dirty Toys called me. All right. Dangerous <laughs> Toys. And they're from the yeah. 80s. Maybe they're out of batteries. I don't know. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Eric, thank you for coming on. <laughs> thank you for uh, letting me be privileged to this. <laughs> thank you for coming on. This is I had fun. I had fun. Uh, like, yeah, like, you know, luckily you get to do a show without a troll that's at Little Caesars. And I'm glad that, you know, if you had fun, that's great. So, what? Nothing. No, she said Devin works at Little Caesars. That's my nephew. So, <laughs> well, well don't she's talk- equivalent my nephew with a. Uh, you know, Reese's Pieces or whatever. <laughs> Bottom left with that. Bottom guy. left, yeah. But yeah, thank you for coming on. Uh, if like like we've we've made it uh, mentioned it before. What's wrong with the wrestling's the podcast? You can find it at almost every podcast outlet. Um, it was fun. I had fun tonight. Uh, I think Chris yeah, also man. had fun as well. Yeah, dude. Uh, like seriously, like you guys, um, you guys been on a great podcast, man. And and that's, you know, I can't say that for every podcast. I I, I unfollow a lot of pa- podcasts. That's a while it gets kind of old. Like I I know what I'm in for every time you know, guys come on, and I can't recommend it enough, man. And that's not me just blowing smoke. I really think you guys are doing the Lord's work in yeah. the way of like uh, helping us cope with what we're having to deal with as wrestling fans. We yes, we are perpetually glass half full people. We are in, which also works hand in hand with being self-deprecating wrestling fans. Yes. So you guys yeah. find that medium, and you guys help us deal with it. And I, you know, as you know, I'm a huge fan. So it's, I, I uh, would just it's make... definitely not easy trying to make original content off yeah. of the same rerun every week. No yeah, kidding, man. No kidding. <laughs> I, I I will say this: if you if you're able to listen to a podcast, since you, since you love comedy and everything, there's a podcast called the Colt Forty Five Movie Podcast. Ooh, Check yeah. them out. Okay. You will laugh your ass off. Find a movie that you like, listen to it, and laugh. You you, you will die of laughter. It, it is great. Yeah, you guys are on the map from one of my my favorite podcasts yes. alongside Cold Forty Five because we, we we consider them friends of the show. I mean, I know that we Aaron and I both follow them very closely, and just like y'all show. And so, you know, if nothing else, the you know your takeaway to, from today might be that we just introduce you to a new podcast. So who knows? Yeah, absolutely. I'll definitely check them out. So always looking to step for stuff to listen to. Absolutely. Hey. When you're, when, you're, when you're working in the office, you gotta you gotta kill the time. You gotta kill yeah. the uh, the hours. Absolutely. And that's what speaking, of, speaking of three hours, we we're at two hours and twelve minutes. We are we are. God damn it, Chris! Continues. I'm trying to wrap this up. I'm trying to wrap this up. <laughs> we got a format here, man. The format is going too long. Our, our format. More heavy metal. Oh, Jesus. Metal. Okay, thanks for listening, guys. Until <laughs> next week. Uh, this is Aaron. This is Chris. And. Thanks for listening. If you've made it this long, pat yourself on the back. Go get yourself the extra cookie, and take and take a shot of turpentine. Uh, until next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, 
Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to Front Row Negative, a Cross the Streams media podcast.